welcome to Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Blah! <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 97, holy shit, of Count Creepyhead Saturday Morning Monster Mash. 97? That was the year that I started wearing a fanny pack. Play. Hey, look, <laughs> I didn't say anything about my anus. <laughs> it's the first time in 97 episodes. Guess what, guys? We're joined once again by Sam, the newest, Hello. greatest, latest podcast extraordinaire person how's it going sam good don's teaching me the ways of being on the podcasts <laughs> the ways of the milk <laughs> yes she stopped into jerry's closet this weekend bought a bunch of stuff it was awesome i'm sure you guys saw her videos yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> i kept feeling she apologized guilty, like, afterwards she was like oh i didn't realize jerry was your dad that passed away I'm sorry. <laughs> That's such a dumb thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Jerry? Where enjoyed. is Jerry? <laughs> um, what's going on, everybody? Uh, tired. Yeah. Just very, very tired. This is this is night seven of seven days in a row at work, and they have all been horrendous. <laughs> So, so you, you told us a crazy person broke in. Yeah, yeah, a uh, crazy deaf guy. Um, that was that was fun. Wait, wait, let me make the joke before Josh was he greasy. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Okay. <laughs> no, I was. Uh, I was. You know, so my office is kind of in the lobby of the um, of the hospital. So I'm sitting there, you know, just doodling away on a piece of scrap paper, and I see this guy walk by through the lobby. Now everything's locked. So I look up and I call security. I go, hey, are you down at the front door? And he's like, no. I was like, so you just did, you didn't let anyone in just now? He goes, no. I went, okay, well, someone just walked past me and I didn't let him in. So I explained where he went. Security went looking for him. He was off doing a round. Um, he found the guy in the one hallway, like poking around in some of the rooms and uh, like over by our human resource department. And he dragged him up to the lobby again and goes, is this the guy? I looked at him and I went, yeah. And the guy looked at my window and went, ah, started like grunting at me. And I went, um, what? I didn't know he was deaf at this point. Um, so I was kind of startled and he, uh, you know, he had me call the cops because apparently the guy had warrants out for breaking and entering. So the way you described the story, I thought like he literally jumped through like a stunt man, like through the front glass. No, no, no. And then he, was like he, smushing his face against your window, like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> no, no, he did break the front doors though. Like that's okay. that was the other thing. Like they went down to the front and he had busted the lock and pried the the sliding doors open 
so now they weren't opening or closing. So they were just pried open like that. He he I don't know what he jammed in there, but he it must have been something metal because he bent the, the freaking frame and he broke the lock. Why were the doors closed in the first place? It was his dick. Because the, <laughs> the hospital is closed after hours. The ER is open. So oh, it's okay. So yeah. they're supposed to go just through the ER entrance. Yeah, you and mo- most hospitals are like that. You can only go into the ER after hours because that's where mm-hmm. emergency services are. The hospital is yep. where you, you have all the patients. So, you know, they're like, no, you're not just going to wander in and wander around with sleeping patients. <laughs> like, that's not allowed. But this know is what he was looking for, like a place to sleep or drugs. That, or... We, we think that's what it was that he was looking for a place to hide out and crash. Because um, apparently he has done this before. Like once they talked to the cops, like they found out, you know, who this guy is. And he um, he did wander around to the hospital once before, but during visiting hours. So no one questioned it until they found him on a floor he wasn't supposed to be on. Because uh, I found out the next day that, you know, yeah, this this guy apparently had given afternoon shift a couple problems before, too. Oh, uh-huh. That's exciting. It's sad that people are, you know, getting to that mental state or getting so desperate for somewhere to sleep yep. that they're kind of just breaking into places because they don't know what else to do. The the sad thing is we've actually had that happen for years now, uh, spe- specifically with homeless people or some of our, our regular psych patients where they have nowhere else to go and they know the hospital. So they'll come in during visiting hours and they'll find a place that's like with less traffic and they'll kind of hide out. Um, like I remember one time I was working about four in the morning, I got a call from housekeeping in a panic and I, you know, they wanted security. So I called security for him and they found a homeless guy hiding in the corner of dialysis asleep. So basically what he did is he waited for dialysis to close up for the night and no one to be down there. And he got in there and just kind of hit out to go to sleep. So it was, I mean, it was really sad because it was in the middle of winter too. So, you know, they, they did luckily, you know, you know, when we had because we had to call the cops, unfortunately, because it is trespassing and we're obligated mm-hmm. to do that. Yep. Um, but, the, you know, and the you're cops responsible were... for everyone's safety there, too. Exactly. But but the cops did take him to a shelter. So at, at least he you know, he was able to get into a shelter. But it, it's it's a bummer that, that that kind of stuff happens so regularly. But I will say, as uh, you know, being by myself down in the lobby, it is a little freaky when some random person just goes by that's not supposed to be there. It's like, wait, You're like, am I yeah, seeing yeah. things? Wait. <laughs> what was that? Do you have like a uh, means to I... defend yourself? No, no not really. <laughs> but uh, sorry, Josh, I didn't hear you. Oh no, no, no! I was just I'm saying how fucking creepy that is. Oh yeah, no, it's it... and even worse is I've had I have had people press their face against the glass, like Mike was saying. <laughs> like I've actually had that happen. And because the the glass is tinted, so they can't see, so they'll press their face on it to look and see if they can see through it, and it's pretty freaky. So uh, yeah. the so joys not, of working at a hospital. Not to uh, not to change the subject too too quickly, but I would like to to take a brief second and uh, say something to the uh, listeners. You know, hi Matt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm kidding. Uh, what I what I would like to say is, uh, I I apologize for how busy I've been lately, and the fact that I uh, uh, I seem to have to duck out a lot. But for some reason, like weird movie things are happening on Mondays lately. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, certain things like, you know, Ninja Turtles, I, I just can't say no to. Uh, and in the case of tonight, uh, fun, I'm, I'm sure it will come as no surprise to anyone. I'm a huge Neil Gaiman fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, huge fan of however you pronounce it. I always said like a house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and tonight is a uh, special screening of Coraline Remastered. Nice. Which uh, the entire thing has been uh, digitally remastered and color corrected by Like a House. Hmm. Uh, along with having the uh, all of the originally deleted scenes that were completed inserted back into the movie. Oh, oh very yeah. cool. So once I saw that was happening, it was a moment of like, and I'm going to buy tickets this second. Oh, wait, it's, it's, it's Monday at seven. Yeah, no, I'm still buying tickets this second. How <laughs> dare you have a life, Josh? <laughs> Jesus but, Christ! Uh, Get, you I know, know you're. That's it. You're done. <laughs> no, it's, dude, it's totally cool. You have to uh, show and tell before you leave. Yeah. Oh, most definitely. I, I, I've got, I've got a good like 45 minutes, okay. al- almost an hour still, but. Cool. But yeah, no, that was uh, I I fig I also figured everyone could appreciate the coolness of the fact that it's fucking Coraline being re-released in theaters with never before seen footage apparently. Yeah, no, yes. dude. Totally yeah, no, cool. that's that's rad. Yeah. Um, and besides, Sam's funnier than you anyways, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to complain about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish I could do more voices. <laughs> I feel oh, like cool. I'm falling short. <laughs> you're like Sam. You're already like you. You just you go with the flow. That's all you need to do. Yeah. So yep. you're totally cool. Um, let's see here. It's Josh. That's Mike. Sam, what's going on, man? How's it been? Ah, uh, crazy. <laughs> How's the hot sauce the business going? Oh man. So this guy, I went to the Springville Market on Wednesday and set up because I wasn't doing anything else. Set up super early there. You got to be there like six a.m. Um, so I set up, talked to people, sold two more cases of sauce, and um, some guy had bought the cherry pepper sauce, and he like posted on the Springville Market page, like looking for us, you know, oh, I bought the sauce, does anybody know who was selling it? So my friend Bree saw it, and she was like, oh yeah, it's my friends, Travis and Sam, so here's a link and stuff. So he messaged us, and he wants to buy a gallon of the cherry sauce and then he travels for like business. So he's going to be like leaving in like a few weeks and going like all over the U S and he's going to like push our sauce like everywhere. Oh, that's that it awesome. Goes. Whoa. That's awesome. Yeah. So he's coming over to meet with us either tomorrow night or Wednesday night. Sweet. Or like, but also I can I, between can the I times just before. comment, uh, <laughs> how, how wonderfully, uh, Awkward it sounds to say push our sauce. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I didn't even catch that to you point. He's gonna go out. all around the country and push our sauce. Push. He's gonna push it good. Yeah, I was picturing Travis hanging upside down by his feet and you've got like a milking machine on him. Oh no. <laughs> We're back to splinter and being milked. <laughs> Travis. Let me is tell sauce. you boys. It's not good to be milked unless it is by scumbug, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's cool. Congratulations. Um, Yeah, so I got to hurry up and, like, get that website, which literally all I have to do is, like, pick and plug some things and I'll be done. It's just I get really bad anxiety when I have to work with the Internet. No, I don't don't blame you. (laughs) 
<laughs> it sucks. Um, and you've got like you've you had a little hiccup with uh, the job front. You don't have to give details, but it fixed itself. Yes. And yeah. like a person of your professional caliber, it doesn't take long for somebody else to kind of like scoop you up. Yeah. So congratulations. Yeah, the interview is uh, Wednesday, but I'm pretty confident about it. Cool. Josh, you dropping any logs soon? I am actually. Uh, I'm. Oh wait, you. Oh, oh, you mean the toys? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not in the bathroom <laughs> right now. Uh, I swear it. No, I. Uh, this this Friday, if you're listening, if you're listening to this podcast, they may already be out. Uh, but this Friday, what is it, August 18th, mm-hmm. 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, there will be a limited carded run of Action Log, along with a very, very small restock of made-to-order creeps for anyone that may have missed them. So yeah. get ready, because those things go up Friday at 7 p.m., Central Standard Time. Uh, and then after that, next month is going to be uh, an Ice Cream Kitty and Professor Cluckingsworth two-pack. And then sometime after that is going to be a three-and-three-fourth-inch articulated Wheeler action figure as part of the uh, Midnight Madness releases. Awesome. Or uh, Midnight Creature feature. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, it's been so long since I said it out loud that I was like, what is it? The Midnight Creature feature. Well, uh, I, was that, do, I was kind of doing the same thing in my head. I'm like, wait, what is it called again? Because, because you know that I, I d- despite the uh, words of wisdom from Kylo Ren, uh, I am not going to kill the past. I, uh, if there's a fun idea, I'm just going to keep it alive and shove life support tubes up its nose. The Midnight Creature feature that doesn't go on sale doesn't go on sale at a midnight, much like our show. Doesn't come out on a Saturday, um, uh, but yeah, chances are that's uh, that'll that's gonna come before the end of the year. There are a couple of other things that uh, I I know we've been brainstorming. I don't know the timeline on them, but those things are coming up for sure. Um, and it's looking very very likely just from fan reaction that the next uh, Ninja Turtle thing after all of this is probably gonna be a zombie shredder because. <laughs> People seem to really, really fucking want that. Shut up and take my money. Uh, that's going to be a <laughs> while off, though, because that's got that's got some planning to do. I got some planning to do. We'll see. Um, all right, what is next in my notes? So, how's Jerry's Closet going in its final weeks before it goes into a cocoon and comes out new and exciting on the internet, Sam. Very sad and slow. I'm all sorry. these great deals. We have all these great deals going on. So um regulars have been still coming in, which is super cool. And there's guys that come like literally Saturday and Sunday and buy a big sack of DVDs and it still feels like there's no dent in the DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> so but I really do appreciate them. <laughs> Are those your dad's DVDs or are those DVDs your brother's dropped off? Both? Both. Yeah. Mainly my dad's, but then my um, brother did pick up like two lots that he brought in. Okay. Yeah. I'd be there, but it's like 90 miles away from me. 
Yeah, so the location is pretty bad. Like, um, the vendors there are amazing. Like, slow, uh, so fluffy kittens and Nikki's knots and Carlos collectibles. Those are like the three I talk to the most that are like in my alley. But they are all super amazing, and I'm really gonna miss like vending in that place because of like the vendors and stuff. But people don't seem to realize it's back there. You know, like they see the buildings and everything and they see the sign, but because they can't see like the vendors and their tables and all that, because it's like behind the fenced area, I feel like a lot of people like don't realize what's back there. It's an awesome venue. It's just, yeah, man, Buffalo is so weird. And Uh, well, I mean, being on the outskirts, I'm sure if it was like in Buffalo, it might even have a little bit more traffic, but it's just so, and we've tried everything. Like I've gotten out newspaper ads. I know like the manager, Amy there, who she's super awesome and she has like all these great ideals and everything, but it's just traffic. We just can't get the traffic out there for some reason. You're one person. Like how much can you do? So, yeah. Um, but it's really sad because, you know, I love talking about the stuff and people finding things they enjoy and sharing stories about the first time they saw that movie or saw that toy or read that comic. And then I could share my story back. So, yeah, and it's like you're a bartender. You're always there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> we know where to find you. But now we have to, like, look a little bit harder. Which, um, <laughs> yeah, but with I, will, doing I will say. Uh, if you if you set up like a, a good Instagram feed uh, to to promote the online shop mm-hmm. and and just keep the things like rolling like almost as if it's just like showing sections of the shop, mm-hmm. you're gonna find those same people that come to you uh, online. Yeah, and want to have those yeah. same conversations and get excited in the same way. It's not yeah, it's not. True quite the same dopamine hit as you know in person being like oh that's awesome yeah yeah but but it is still present to a degree uh and that's that's something that i found over the years with pikmin's that's that's always really nice like Mm -hmm. i wouldn't i wouldn't know michael if it weren't for pikmin's so you know it's those uh, you still definitely get those people that you have those connections with and that's awesome that's cool yeah, I won't be there this weekend either since I'm doing the event. So Brandon's going to be there on Sunday and my brother's going to be there on Saturday. Yeah, well, we got these events now, so. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going to try like booking as much as I can and kind of keeping my ears open because we can do the Jerry's Closet stuff and the Western Ear Core Crew stuff and the um, Hollow Creek Hot Sauce, like all that, so. I think this is more on mic now to kind of start a convention Mike. <laughs> you want oh, that responsibility I, right i wish i could I, I i could do something <laughs> like that i would love to bring back something like para horror oh I, uh, man that was such a good oh, convention. it was so good yeah so good and the venue was just gorgeous all that and, old architecture yep oh, and that's the whole reason that we that they stopped doing it was because they lost that venue you know that um i forgot the people who bought the buffalo terminal but yeah they didn't want uh they didn't want a horror convention there oh fuck them mm-hmm. but they did the <laughs> ghost they're dumb stupid idiots well and that's the thing that's why that place became profitable was because of the ghost tours which led to the convention and then you know the, the buyers bought it and they're like oh we don't want it associated with spooky stuff because they're dumb stupid idiots 
Mm-hmm. Bunch of fucking Because society dildos. still thinks Pookie's weird. Whatever. Yep. Well, We're not until they weird. they go to business and Spirit <laughs> Halloween moves in there. <laughs> Be amazing. Uh, all right. Um, do, do, do. Boogeyman's I closet. I have a menu out here, too, but it's out here. So, yeah. well, like, I know people don't really want to travel out here. We've got... You got Buffalo, Rochester, and Syracuse, which I consider Western New York, right? Maybe Syracuse is upstate, but they're all about an hour, an hour and a half apart. Mm-hmm. And every time there's a convention, it's either on one end or the other, or if they have it in Rochester, it's like the tables are too expensive. It's in a bad location. There's always something that yeah. makes it hard for people yeah. to go to. And it's like, God damn it. Just get it right. What the fuck? <laughs> um, make it fun. Make it cheap. Like, I don't think vendors should have to fucking pay. I don't think artists should have no. to pay. No. You know, or, it, or at least be an extreme discount. Like, yeah. you know, in, instead of charging $400 for a table, be like, hey, it's it's 100 bucks. Something. Yeah. You know, just yeah. something. Or the or ones like, that are like 25 or 50. It's like awesome. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't have time to. I didn't schedule in my my convention rants for people at meta conventions, but it's like if I had a convention, I know you guys you're not going to pay for a fucking table and you're going to get the corner and it's going to be three tables. Woo-hoo. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, you, know, you're, you know what I mean? Like, ah, um, Boogeyman's Closet. So Susie's birthday episode launch is hilarious. If you want to hear Maurice talk about hanging out with Pinhead and having uh. <laughs> Playing with Legos with Pinhead or what? No, what did he say? Not it was the, it was the it was the Connects. <laughs> yeah, playing with Connects with Pinhead just cracked me up. I was picturing like just Maurice with like dwarf, you know, like shoes on his knees, acting like a kid, and then just asking Pinhead to hang out and play with him. Cracked me up that that visual. Um, what's what's the next episode that's dropping, Mike? Uh, well, t- I will be dropping actually right after this. I will be uploading the Pet Cemetery two episode. Um, Ooh, baby! Which, unfortunately, we had some sound issues that I wasn't aware of. Um, so I did have to. I tried my best to like fix some of the the sound problems. I don't know if one of my microphones is going because it was a little bit is a little bit crackly, and um, you know I was able to cut out a lot of the the weird noise, Ooh. but. Quit doing all that crack on the show. <laughs> but but unfortunately, yeah, there there is a little bit of sound issue. Um, and uh, then then the next one, Sam will be joining us for American Psycho Two. I'm sorry, Sam. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> and to be fair, Sam Sam said she wanted to join on that one. So. I did. I did. <laughs> is it good? Oh, no. it's not I, horrible. I but but you'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Well, no, no. He'll 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 find out next week. He'll we'll find, find out next week. week. Yeah. Um. What's going on with Race Bear Reynolds? Uh well, we released the first half of our uh, our, our midnight Fucking double feature. Fucking bus. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, oh, come on! It was hilarious. No, it was. It was a great episode, but like. I, you know, I was talking to you and uh, Longbox separately. I hate amusement parks. Yep. Hate them. And then as soon as you mentioned that, I was like, ah. 
<laughs> just old man streams a cloud. <laughs> well, the the next one um, is uh, I think will be a little more up your alley uh, as it's a um, a story that Josh came up with that we we improved on. Uh, I believe he's calling it hot garbage or possibly dumpster fire theater because he nodded. He talked about nodding to you on that one. Yay. Um, but yes, it is a very interesting tale uh, that reminded me a lot of like a Hen and Lauder type movie. So, um, yeah, we had a lot of fun with it. So I, I'm hoping that that fans enjoy these types of improvs because we definitely have a lot more ideas. Uh, I don't know when we'll get to them, but it's a lot of fun just coming up, like picture, picking a really stupid concept and trying to make a story out of it. I just like that you guys change it up. Like you don't stick to the same formula. So it's like every couple episodes, it's a new format. Mm-hmm. And then you, you kind of cycle through them. So it keeps it fresh. Yeah. Um, new episode of Heretic Party dropped this week. If you haven't checked it out, Listen to it, especially if you grew up in a semi-religious background. They're great, and they're funny as hell. I also recommend uh, hopping on their Patreon. It's worth your time. Uh, We've got, so it's come to this, the Simpsons Family Podcast. If you guys live in the Buffalo area, you need special effects work or tattoos or any kind of cool goth artwork, and you think Matt LeMay and Mike Alvarez just aren't cutting it, (laughs) check out Tara Marble's face and Mike McCoy. I can't pronounce it. Mistravich? Mistravich. It's McLuckluck. 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 But having said that, if you want uh, a more masculine, beefy, manny kind of artwork, look for Matt LeMay and his awesome uh, Etsy store for his stuff, or go right to Jerry's Closet and get it directly from the source. Jerry's Closet. Uh, So, Sam. You wanted to add a new fold to this when you're on the show with some plugs for guys locally that you support, part of the horror crew, part of the scene. You got a list of people you want to mention? Yeah, I want to mention um, Venom Production. They're kind of helping us. Uh, it's a like promoting company in Buffalo. My buddy Hunter and his girlfriend Miranda, and they're kind of helping us get the word out about hot sauce and stuff. And he's always great with helping bands get the word out and stuff too. And then speaking of bands, Timeless Babes, that uh, thrift store at 87 Allen Street, are doing punk shows all the time. They have like two or three a week. Um, there's a student that um, I worked with that just graduated last year that his band's already playing there, which is super cool. And then uh, Thursday Night Terrors, of course, is doing the drive-in on Thursday with uh, Mars Attacks. And Mike, help me out. Why am I going blank here? Killer clowns from out of space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like picturing it. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I will definitely be there. And, of course, the Red Pantheon that features all of us should definitely check them out because they give you the links for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like the Justice League, but cooler. <laughs> yes. If you yes. can think about that, we have a cool round table and special rings and cool <laughs> jackets. Yeah. Um, yeah, I always forget to mention um, Pete Fulo's stuff because I don't really know Pete Vulo. And uh, I can't picture him ever coming on the show, but oh, no. um, <laughs> no, he won't. Thurs- oh. yeah, Thursday Night Terrors is awesome, especially if you live in the Buffalo area. 
and you like horror movies. So in the summer, it's double features at the drive-in. And every other time, it's at the Dipson Theater in downtown. Not even downtown Buffalo. What is it, Kenmore? Yeah, it's it's like... Uh, right, yeah. Right when you get to the end of um, frickin', uh the boulevard yeah. <laughs> in Buffalo. Uh, right outside yeah. Amherst. You know, do what me and Mike do. Get some Moe's. Get some Five Guys. Mm-hmm. Go chill at the theater. They have a few vendors. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, Definitely thankful he worked there and was able to do this, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, Definitely and then, super and cool. The next season just got announced, so I, I bought oh. tickets and everything. Uh, uh, what did they announce? Uh, Friday the 13th Part 4 is opening it up. Then it's uh, Sleepwalkers, Evil Dead, um, Miami Connection, I believe, is the November yeah. one. <laughs> And um, yeah, that's yeah, that's the one. Miami Connection, and then Misery. So what's, what's your yeah. opinion on Sleepwalkers? I like it, but it's a weird movie. Um, yeah, I enjoy it, but it's definitely a weird movie. <laughs> it, you know, because I was like, when that came out, I was in like go to the movie theaters by my self kind of age for horror movies. Where my well, it wasn't. I mean, it was the eighties, so my dad would just buy a ticket and just leave me at the theater. Mm-hmm. And I would just go see whatever in the theater that we were that we were close to. Never gave a shit, so I was like seeing everything. But there's a lot of like early '90s stuff where I go see it as like a little gorehound and be like, "What the fuck?" You know, because it was kind of like in that age of like they were very cautious to not piss off the MPAA. Yep. And it was just sort of weird. And I was like, "This is Stephen King," and that, I, that's when I also realized that not everything Stephen King touches is gold. Yeah, but yeah, it's werecats. I mean, how many other movies do you see with werecats? Incestuous yeah. werecats. Yeah. <laughs> Very incestuous werecats. It's it's a great double feature. You leave that like... part out. <laughs> I'd just like I'd just like to chime in with a quick, oh, look at me. I live in a city that has an amazing horror movie program at a local theater that's run by a cool guy. Aren't I cool? Yeah. <laughs> Great. Great. Good for you guys. Don't you Good have the draft for you house? Guys. <laughs> yeah, I was going to yeah, say, you got the draft house. <laughs> but they're a little inconsistent with what they show. And, you know, you have Fall Off the Bone Barbecue. Yeah, uh-huh. I was... I was I, I, see, I was going to... And that little, like, childish thing with, uh, but do you guys have barbecue that you have to wait two and a half hours for because it's that good? <laughs> but but then That's I was cool. like, nah, I don't want to rub it in that you know, much. But. You, you always said that you're out, you know, you're waiting two and a half hours for barbecue. And I just picture that scene in Terminator 2 where the nuclear bomb hits and the guy melts to the fence. <laughs> Linda Hamilton. You know, it's like I picture everybody just catching fire waiting for barbecue. You in Strasburg <laughs> you know, in Texas over there. You know, I will say, uh, I, and I thought this was really interesting because uh, before before I went, uh, this I went to Franklin's Barbecue. Shout out to Franklin's Barbecue. Uh, if you don't know what Franklin's Barbecue is, look it up. It is it is world renowned barbecue. Uh, but I decided Friday I was going to wait in line for Franklin's uh, and surprise Ruth. And. I'd never been there on a weekday before. I'd only been on the weekends. And some, for some reason, the vibe on a weekday is very different from the weekend. It felt more like going to a block party. 
where like the weekend it's basically people waiting in line and yeah there's a little bit of excitement but there's not a lot of interaction like people are on their phones or talking amongst their own groups uh and and that's about it but Mm -hmm. on a weekday no everyone was talking to each other there were like multiple staff members going in and out just like interacting with the line Aaron Franklin was walking up and down the line talking to people. Uh, It was a really cool scene. Uh, Everyone was genuinely excited to be there and like talking to each other and just being like, yeah, where are you from? Is this your first time waiting? You know, just like. And the handful of people that had been there before, just like, guys, trust, trust us. You're it's it's worth it. (laughs) Just keep waiting. Like, really? Um, Becker Farms to get um, their like apple cider slushy and then some of their apple cider donuts and it was like on a Tuesday morning and it was insane like the line was out the door I was like wait Tuesday morning like <laughs> well I don't uh, Sam are you familiar with uh, Franklin's I know you've talked about it before and I saw the pictures you posted of it so Aaron, Aaron Franklin started, I guess he learned from uh, an old barbecue pit master in Texas that had kind of like essentially retired. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he took his and people say that he stepped it up somehow. And mm-hmm. it's it's gone on. It is considered some of the best brisket in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish I could say they were exaggerating, but it's it. They're not. Uh, all right and and really like there's there's no genuine way to describe it but in any case uh it's it's barbecue that every day they're open not only is a is there a line but they're sold out by two o'clock am i the only one that's made the connection of franklin texas barbecue franklin from texas (laughs) uh, learn from the cook and you're just eating people down there. <laughs> the first I mean, time, the first time he said Franklin's, that's the first thing I thought about was, ah, it's Franklin. Okay. Oh, he was so annoying. Uh, like, shut I mean, up, Franklin. If Franklin, if Franklin's that tasty, I love when he makes the rest. Sorry. <laughs> if Franklin is that tasty, then uh, you've, I mean, fuck, Franklin, I'll, I'll, I'll eat people. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I I will say, though, I, I was there. The, the difference was I was there early enough this time around to get some of the things that had sold out previous trips. Mm-hmm. So for the first time, we got to try the uh, the pork ribs. And their cheddar jalapeno sausage. Oh, that just sounds I, so good. I was going to say that I, just sounds really good, man. I've I've had other cheddar jalapeno sausages. Uh, and obviously, I've had my fair share of ribs, but nothing like this. This, like, I, I feel like everything this man touches is just ridiculously otherworldly good. Um, is Fuck there... him for figuring that out. <laughs> is there cornbread? Uh, there is not actually. Huh. It's hmm. uh, it is a mostly meat menu. There are some sides, but it's pretty limited. Okay, so I don't want to forget this, and I want to ask you, Sam, personally. 
Mm-hmm. What are the sauces that you and your husband are selling? What do they taste like? What would you put them on? Okay. Oh, good question. Right. So I'll start at the hottest and then work my way down to the best. I personally can't handle too much spice. I get this really annoying cough that sounds like a mouse. Okay. Anytime I have something that's too spicy, but Travis is all about the spice. So the habanero they were doing right now, that's our spiciest at the moment. We're currently growing scorpion. So we'll have those scorpion peppers soon. And then we normally do a cayenne sauce, but it's been super hard to find cayenne. So anybody that knows where we can get like peppers too, I'm talking to a few farms this week, but like, yeah, it's kind of scarce out there too. And ours are coming in. So our next batch is going to be from our garden. But anyway, sorry, side topic there. (laughs) Um, So the habanero and the cayenne is pretty hot. The habanero is available now. And then next would be our jalapeno garlic, which is like roasted garlic. And then we roast all our peppers, too. It's super good. I think that's one of Mike's favorites. I was just going to say, I freaking <laughs> love that. That's the, that's that the one. You, as soon as you gave me it, like we, we had uh, some leftover chicken. And I literally just sat there eating cold chicken with that hot sauce. Yeah. It I, was I've so done, good. Done the same. That one has a, a little bit of a kick that, like, I can have that one in small portions. And then um, the cherry pepper one, that's our biggest seller. That's It's a sweet cherry pepper, so we add a little bit of sugar to it. So it kind of helps mild out the pepper, too. So that it makes it a little bit more mild. Most people, when they hear cherry peppers, are like, oh, no. And it's like, no, it, it miles it out. <laughs> and then my favorite is the banana pepper. And we put a little bit of uh, turmeric in that, too, to give mm. it that nice color. And turmeric's amazing for you. So <laughs> I have <laughs> yet. Yeah, have no, that just sounds good. I would say yeah. I have yet to have one of those sauces that I didn't fall in love with. And they pretty much go on everything. <laughs> yeah. Mike's been At- our guinea pig for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's kind of like that, uh, you know, the Frank's hot sauce commercials. I put that shit on everything. Yeah, that's that goes for their sauces. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can so pretty good. much. We're doing vinegars, too. So um, once we run all the sauce through all the strainers and everything, we have just like seeds and like skin left. We soak that in vinegar for like a week and then strain that out. And then we have like a beautifully covered vinegar to go with like each of the peppers, too. And you just can put like a tablespoon of that in anything or like use it on a salad or something. And it's super good. Jesus Christ. That sounds so damn now, good. <laughs> then our pear now, trees a... are going to be barbecue sauce soon. So we're going to use the pears from our trees to do a special barbecue sauce. <sighs> now, here, here is a thought for you. Because I am a, I'm a big fan of, uh, like, if I'm doing it myself, and since I brought, it up, brought up barbecue already, I'm a big fan of vinegar-based barbecue. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's, a, there's a couple of different recipes like one specifically for some shredded pulled pork that uh or smoked pulled pork that it it, it's based heavily with a vinegar Uh, Mm. and man Mm. i think that would add an interesting spice to it i've you've got my wheels turning yeah Uh, what kind of what kind of vinegar like is there is there any limit to which vinegar you can do it with because I know, I know the recipe calls for apple cider. 
because mm-hmm. of the tang to it. I'd recommend the cherry pepper vinegar then for that. Mm. You know, oh, that would actually, yeah, go with it really well. Because cherry and smoked kind of goes hand in hand anyways. Yes, it does. Yep. Yeah. Definitely and I'm getting hungry. As well. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the <laughs> cooking edition of Saturday Morning Monster Mash. <laughs> I just made some killer fried chicken. Tune in next week for the recipe. <laughs> But I'm super lucky Travis is like, he can just do amazing things with food. Yes, like, he can. So awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'm still trying to decide what I'm going to have him make me for my birthday on Thursday. If I'm going to have him make me breakfast or dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Combine the two. Have, have, have Brenner. Yeah. My birthday is on Thursday. I'll be 42. Happy birthday. Welcome to the 42 Club. Thanks. And Wednesday um, is when the new Monster High cartoon season two comes out. Oh, I know you're, <laughs> you're not going to be available on Wednesday. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me tell you guys about part two of our giveaways for the 100th episode. A lot of people thought, holy crap, that's just one great giveaway. No, there's four of them. Probably more because I keep finding shit that I bought. There's going to be like little extras thrown in here. And in one of these giveaways, I haven't decided yet, there's going to be a $25 Jerry's Closet gift card thrown in. I think it's going to be in the next one. And uh, you can use that for hot sauces or in our online store or at any of our events that we'll be at. Yeah. If you want to rent a goat from Sam and have it eat your grass, totally do it. $25. I don't have just sheep. Sheep. Right. Tomato, tomato, entirely <laughs> different species. It's uh, so funny because everyone does that. Uh, so this is part two. This is classic horror. Are you guys ready for what's going to be in this giveaway? Uh, there's going to be some extra tiny chashkis that I'll throw in there, like pins and Legos and stuff like that from uh, Timu, like the little horror Lego people. I got a bunch of them. Uh, all right. You get from Mego the mole people. And the Invisible Man. You get a 1,000 piece Bride of Frankenstein puzzle. A horror coloring book. On the cover it has some lady getting ripped apart by zombies. You get a piece of Matt LeMay artwork with Pennywise. With the state of Massachusetts behind them. It looks awesome. We did a series of killers with the state that they're from behind them. It looks really cool. You get two pieces. I really... I don't want to derail too much, but I really thought you were going to say a piece of Matt LeMay, and I thought, like, you had chopped off a fingertip or something. Well, guess what? <laughs> I was going to say it. that... I was going to say his dedication to the podcast was going too far. Yeah, Matt LeMay, you know, ten fingers, ten toes. They call him Mr. 19 for a reason. One of those is missing. Maybe I have it. Maybe I don't want to let it go because I kind of hold sway over Matt LeMay. You know, it's sort of like... Anyways... Uh, two pieces of Mike Alvarez artwork. And here's the big part. You guys ready? You don't get one. You get one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine reaction figures sealed. What? You want to know who you get? Yeah. You get. Give it to us. Can you guys picture the awesome, crazy colored reaction universal monsters that were based on, like, what they would look like if they were masks in the 60s? Oh, so, yeah. There was yellow and pink creature from the Black Lagoon, orange and green mummy, blue, green, and pink Frankenstein, and blue, yellow, and pink Wolfman. You get those four. You get Vincent Price. You get 
clear toxic avenger you get a luchador to fight all these monsters and you get baron harkonnen nice from dune so if you don't have a reaction collection you will if you win this prize this is part two next week will be the reading what are we on episode 57 or 58 yes it will be uh yeah, just be ready for it. It'll probably be the last two next week, and then you can enter to win an episode 99, and we'll announce some winners on episode 100. So look forward to it. Lots of crap. I need to get it out of my house because my wife thinks I'm a crazy person. Are you guys ready to play a game that involves Sam? Yes. Sam, <laughs> it's it's no secret that you're our resident badass. So we all I like didn't to claim think- that title. You just gave it to me. You're a resident badass. <laughs> that, well, I like to think that we've done Disclaimer. cool stuff. You know, like, oh, yeah, like I, I got in a fight or I, I jumped my bike over Dead Man's Creek. or No, you actually did all this shit. We like to think that we have, but we really haven't. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you a ridiculously badass thing. And Mike and Josh have to guess if you've actually done said badass thing. Okay. Sound easy? Yeah. Now, Mike kind of has an advantage here because he knows you so well. But these are probably things that you just wouldn't bring up in casual conversation. <laughs> right? What's casual conversation? You wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, I got shot. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so once Josh steps out for uh, the movies, I will take over. Sound cool? Yep. All right. Are you guys ready? We yes. still got Josh? Super cool. Okay. Sam? Have you ever punched someone in the face? Don't answer. Mike, what do you think? Um, I'm going to say yes, but I'm not sure. Josh. I'm, for, for the sake of difference, I'm going to say no. Sam, have you ever punched somebody in the face? I threw someone against the table. You never punched anybody in the face? There's never but been I a fuck around and find out moment? Ah, uh, oh, not that oh, I can oh. remember. Wow. I could totally just picture you like somebody picked a fight with you and you're like, bitch! And you punched <laughs> them in the face. I figured maybe there was like an accidental windmill at a hardcore show where you punch someone in the face. See, I, I mean, figured, accidental, I'm sure that's happened a lot. I figured <laughs> you were about to, and then Jesus stepped in and was like, don't do it, Sam. <laughs> I've gotten punched in the face with a light fixture before. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I remember that story. Yeah. Are you okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> It was an accident, or is it somebody like on purpose? <laughs> it was. It was during a adult activity. Okay. <laughs> and it fell on my face, and I was bleeding, but I kept going because you gotta complete. <laughs> that, that is the exact story I was thinking. Right. <laughs> so, when when Mike and I first met, it was it was pre Travis. Tra- Travis and I've been together for eighteen amazing years. But pre Travis, I went on a shitload of dates when when I first met Mike. So he got a lot of really interesting stories. So you were doing your taxes 
and like a lamp fell over and hit you in the head. And you're like, hold on a second. I got to make sure that I get yeah. my money from the IRS. You got to cross those T's and dot those I's. Wow. Exactly. That, that sounds correct. All right. <laughs> Mike's up one point. Josh has zero. No, no. Other way around. Oh, Josh has the, yeah. Sorry. All right. Does or has Sam ever named a pet after a serial killer? Yes. Josh, what do you think? I, I see. Mike said that with such certainty <laughs> that I I feel like I will be a fool if I say no. So I'm also going to say yes. <laughs> okay. So Sam, do you have a fish named Albert Fish? I had a hamster named Albert Fish, and then the hamster I had after that was Doctor Watson. <laughs> well, it answers that question, and then negates it out. But that—that's hilarious. I love okay. that you somehow was the correct killer. <laughs> this one, I bet you Mike doesn't know, but maybe he is part of the answer. Has Sam ever made a man cry for her own sick amusement? <laughs> not for amusement no josh i don't know this is the digital age i'm gonna say yes i'm just like you know just because she could not even her amusement just be like i am woman you cry <laughs> so josh is yes mike is no yeah i'm, I'm a no sam mike is right I would never want to see somebody intentionally cry. That's I was like, there's, there's no way she would do it on purpose. There's I would like, go out of my about... way to get people not to cry, even if I was like breaking up with them or yep. ending our friendship or whatever. I always do it as politely as possible. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, 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 I got mine. What's that? But what about some douchebag online? Uh, I don't think you're on the computer that much. No, I mean, I've had, like, douchebags say stuff online, but I never, like, really say anything, like, mean back. Yeah. Just kind of call them out or something, but not, like, not bewittle somebody or something. Yeah, I could see someone, you know, like, I could see you accidentally making someone cry because they got butt hurt by something. But I I could never see you actually, like, intentionally trying to hurt somebody. So I wasn't sure if you're one of those, like, you just twisted a guy's nipple just because one day. And you're like, what are you going to yeah. do, cry? I should not have been drinking coffee when you said that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I joked a little bit. Aww. Well, Aww. that is part yeah, one. Yeah, those horrible girls that kick guys in the balls. Oh, I always felt so bad for those oh. guys. Yep. I actually remember talking to you about that because we, we both mutually oh. know someone who liked to do that. <laughs> uh, growing up. With is it is it Fanny Pack Frank? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I could see Fanny Pack Frank doing that for a penny. That's happened to me. <laughs> I, I have been kicked in the balls because somebody didn't believe that boys got hurt when they got kicked in the balls. Yeah, uh, and it wasn't fun. No, it's not. Uh, okay. It's Sam's favorite segment of the show: show and tell. Josh, I got I'm, toys. What'd you get? I got. I got toys. They're Wanna play? Good to, they're good to play with, and I sit on the floor. In the sand. We'll play in the sand. 
Uh, no, actually, I did. I got some. Uh, I got a, a decent amount of cool stuff this week. Uh, some of it is a little little off our our beaten path, but I think I've talked about it before, so I'll start with that. Um, do you guys remember me talking about the MGA Make It Mini? Yeah, line yeah. where you like make the little foods. Well, they've come out with not only a second series, which is a bit more diverse. Like now, it's got things like ramen and pizza, and like it's more. It's it's more. It's not just like cafe or diner food now. Right. Mm. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, but they've also come out with an entirely separate new line called uh, Make It Mini Lifestyle, which are all like decorative items. Uh, fair warning, I'm going to walk by a fan here for a second. So if you hear a wind tunnel. Hear your cats. <laughs> well, Leia wanted to be a part of the uh, the podcast. But yeah, no, they're, um, so the lifestyle ones, they're interesting because they are, uh, they're all like decorative. They're like plants and candles and aquariums. And uh, some of the candles glow and or are actually scented. Uh, the aquariums are fun because you, you know, fill them with clear resin and put little fish on clear stands in there and they look pretty damn nice. That's sweet. Uh, and, you know, who doesn't want Skeletor to have like a little cactus garden? <laughs> yeah, I think he'd have like a bonsai tree. Yeah. For real. Uh, I'm going to send you guys some, some pictures because they're, uh, obviously uh, Ruth has a thing for minis, but I've kind of like taken a shine to these. Uh, but also, I have not been able to find them yet, but apparently there is a mini, uh, there's going to be a mini Halloween release, where it's okay. just like uh, three mini Halloween foods. Like, one is uh, candy apples with like a little spiderweb placemat. One's like a, a black and orange Halloween cake, and it comes with like little Halloween like cake decorations. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what the third is, but they're they're like they look fun. And because there are only three, if there's any way to just get all three, I will probably do that. Uh, but no, I think I think they're a lot of fun uh, sending you guys pictures now of. The cactus or the one of the cacti. Oh, that's, oh, super that's cute. cool. Um, each one comes with one of these little display stands that's in this next picture. So you actually have, like, a little shelf to display them on. Oh, wow. Aww. I feel like um, Jess, Jess would love these. The The candles are resin. Uh, the cacti and the plants are not, but they come with, like, a kinetic sand that holds the roots in really well if you pack it down. Nice. Uh, and the two, the two candles I have are the ones that are scented as uh, birthday cake and lavender. <laughs> Let me send you the fishbowl. This isn't something I ever thought we'd talk about on a podcast that's supposed to be about monster toys. We talk right? about like, oh, well, wow, little cactus. That's so cute. Oh, oh man, that little really fish. Cool. That fish tank is awesome. Damn. Yeah. I'd say I, Jess would absolutely love these. I'm going to have to talk to you about where to get these. At uh, Walmart. <laughs> really? I haven't seen them at all at my Walmart. Um, okay, sure so. Um, you know, the. Uh, you know where, uh, you know, like the ball, LOL surprise, and the five surprise things. Yeah, yeah. They're those. They're packaged like that. Oh, uh, okay. They're the same company. So if you go over to that aisle, that's where they are. I am gonna take a look tomorrow. <clears throat> that's pretty cool. Yeah, I will. I will send you guys the links. Um, 
Also, they're they're really for what they are. They're really inexpensive because they come with a little like all except for the cactuses mm-hmm. come with a little vial of UV resin. Okay. That you can either use a UV light to cure within five minutes, or just set in the sunlight for ten minutes and it'll cure. Nice. Um, and they're all like uh, seven bucks. That's really cool. Which yeah, that, for what that's... they are, ain't bad. No, that's uh, not bad so at all. Also got the latest Treasure X release. Yeah. And let me tell you guys, I will start out by saying. Uh, I've looked at some of the reviews and the slime on it is apparently if you're in some place like me with a hotter climate, you're going to get liquid slime. Mm-hmm. Something about the way this slime is formulated does not stand up to heat. Uh, so you guys are likely to get good slime if you were to pick it up. Sadly, I can confirm no, because I got one for Caleb. Oh, did um, and we we just destroyed the slime because we were like this is gross it's sticking everything so we we got the little snakes out of the slime and uh, that was that so but he loved the yeah. playset <laughs> but yeah I gotta say Did they test that formula <laughs> uh, I gotta say though slime aside uh, it is one of the best things Treasure X has done yeah because depending on where you get it like I uh, I can't remember which is which but like Walmart they're a uh, I think it's Walmart. They're eleven ninety seven. Target. They're thirteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like a little skull idol that folds open into a mini playset. Yeah. And they're so freaking cool. And the the amount of plastic used in it for the price point is impressive. Like you look at it and it's just kind of like, oh, oh, and this is the same price as like one of their figures. This is like the closest we've gotten to Mighty Max in a long time. It really is. <laughs> and I kind of love them. I I was really hoping Caleb would like it because he's kind of slowly getting out of toys altogether, like and moving like solely onto video games. But I grabbed one on a whim because he's always loved Treasure X. I'm like, eh, let me just see if he'll like it. And once I showed it to him, he's like, oh, that's cool. And then when he opened it up, he's like, oh, this is awesome. And he was like playing with it. So he had a lot of fun with it. Now he wants the lava one. So I got to find that one. <laughs> oh, which one did you get? Did you get the swamp? Yeah, the swamp. Because I was like, I, I the only two that they had was the frozen one and the uh, swamp one. And I'm like, you know what? I, I feel like he would like the one with the Venus flytrap the most. Um, and I was right. He he loved that. He kept you know, making it eat the figure. Um, yeah. But like. <laughs> He, after looking at the back, he's like, I kind of want the lava one, too. I'm like, all right, I'll keep my eyes open. If I see it, I'll grab it. So. So, yeah, they're, I mean, I, bravo, Moose Toys. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, uh, even even with the slime issue, honestly, I I can look past it because the rest of it is so good. Oh, 100%. Like, just, I, I, I told him, we'll just make slime and use that. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. But uh, but then I've got two other things. Uh, one is I got in my uh, Mattel San Diego Comic Con motherboard. That looks. So I cool. I was not prepared for the big lady. <laughs> uh, like obviously I know what a twelve inch toy looks like, but even still, getting a a twelve inch motherboard Masters of the Universe figure 
opening up the display box is a moment of just like, oh, oh, hello, big lady. <laughs> For anyone uh, that doesn't know what we're talking about, this conversation sounds very dirty. <laughs> Death by Snoo Snoo, Josh. <laughs> kind of so uh so motherboard for those not in the know is was the is, i guess robot screech and uh anti-sorceress mm-hmm. that was introduced at the end of uh masters of the universe revelation who infected skeletor with the techno organic virus uh and appears to be working with the horde or leading the horde i don't know we'll find out uh, but just just based on how nice she looked, I couldn't say no. And the fact that she, it'll probably be the only motherboard toy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and man, I I'm pretty sure she's still available. And I gotta say, she's worth the price point because she's nice. Uh, her wings are huge. She is solid. Uh, the box is an impressive display piece in itself because you can actually take her and all of the packing material out and put her with the stand right back in there uh, because she comes with a really nice display stand because she's essentially the size of a Barbie. Uh, and her she's a bit top-heavy, so kudos to them for seeing that and including a stand. Uh, and then I will end it with, this morning I found Studio Series 86 Brawn. I I have to rave about him. This is what the Studio Series 86 figures should be. Mm-hmm. Everything about it. Like, you, you guys know I'm not shy about saying when I feel like Studio Series are over-engineered. Uh, or agreeing with Mike when he says that things feel too fiddly on his copies. Mm-hmm. Like, I I totally get those complaints. This is the most like the regular mainline Transformers we've gotten in Studio Series. He's perfect. Zero complaints, zero issues with him. The transformation is intuitive. You can do it without the instructions. There's no parts that are like, man, if they just cut this, it'd be perfect. Nope. Everything about it is just like, yep, okay, got this. It's it's everything that a transformer should be in the best way. This this is what this is like a shining example of what the transformers team can do. I'd say it's one of those ones that I, I've been looking for and I haven't seen anywhere because it it looks like such a good figure. Apparently, it's shipping uh, in uh, its case pack is just brawn and. Um, uh, gamer verse cliff jumper and they okay. each come and they each come three per case so you shouldn't have a hard time finding him once he starts to hit good because <laughs> i definitely want to get him because yeah he's he's half the case uh and he's he is totally worth it he's um yeah i i can't say a single bad thing about him the articulation is great the transformation is smooth and there are no over-engineered bits where it's like, man, why did they do that? Mm-hmm. And it locks together nicely. Cool. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. 
Yeah, because my Fangor is out for delivery. Ah, oh, I missed man, I yeah. missed Fangor. Shit, I ordered it. I don't know if it's out for delivery. I haven't checked my email yet, but cool. I'm hoping they released more of that, uh, more of him because I uh, totally missed it. He was sold out by the time I got to it. I think they will. They seem to, you know, if they're big movers, they um, make more. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam, what about you? Yeah. Um. So I haven't got I, too whoop, much. So, oh, yeah, sorry, I didn't want to interrupt. I just wanted to say. I'm going to pop off, so I will see you guys, and I look forward to hearing what everyone got when I give a listen. See you, Josh. Enjoy the movie. <laughs> have a good one, man. Have fun. All right. So I got the Barbie um, Corvette uh, through Hot Wheels. It was at the Toy Fisher Price Story Store for $1.25. Oh, damn. Hey, Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Good deal. Can't turn that up. Um, I finally found the uh, Claudine Wolf Monster uh, Ball, Monster High Doll, that cool. I was looking for. I even let Mike know in case he saw one in Canada, but I did find it. Um, it comes with a picture of the dolls, which is super awesome, and a moment to shout out to two fantastic toy photographers, uh, David Miller and um, Marie Clayton. And David Miller basically has made Ken enough. The things he does with pictures and all the Ken dolls and all the different styles that have come out are amazing. He uses a bunch of miniatures in his shots, too. They're super sweet. And then I got the Monster High Student Lounge. It comes with a vending machine, a, a couch, a little like basketball game, a card game, a magazine, a little like chair and a lamp. And then it kind of looks like um, Dusty the Bunny, but not really. So I'm not sure if that was a nod to Twyla's um, pet or not. But he has a little bottle of Monster Dew, and it's super adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Monster Dew, I, also... I like that. Yeah, it's super cute. I'll have to send you a picture. <laughs> and then I got the uh, Raphael, the angry one figure that comes with him and the little tiny turtle. And then um, I guess you have to pull his weapons off. It's got yeah. a little like plastic thing for oh, there. Yeah, How the, did... the old weapon sprues, yeah. Yeah, how did that come off? Did you have to file those down or anything, or did it come off pretty nice? Use a scissor, pair of scissors. Yeah, I just clipped them. Yeah. Or like, and that, you know, what I did in the 80s, I just used my teeth. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I'm like, yeah, usually use my teeth. <laughs> and that's all I have. Cool. Uh, Mike, I. I made up for last week. I got entirely too much this week. Um, like like I had said when Josh was talking, I did get the Treasure X uh, playset for Caleb. We had a lot of fun with that. I also so those are at Walmart. Yeah, Walmart and Target. I grabbed it at Target. I, right. I haven't been to Walmart yet. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of fun with that. And then I got him one of the Minecraft Treasure X sets um on amazon because they had like a flash sale that were like three bucks so i was like yeah let me just grab one you know he still likes minecraft and he ended up getting one of the ones that had the the real gold treasure so he was super excited about that um then for myself i got uh a bunch of the joy toy stuff i ordered came in so i got the zombie pack that has the fat zombie the hoodie zombie construction zombie 
lady zombie and just some random douchebag zombie. Um, <laughs> he just he looks like a douchebag. Um, but I already had douchebag zombie and the fatty zombie, so uh, now I just got a few more. Um, but they're such a fun set. Like the only problem is one of the ones, the hoodie zombie, his wrist joint. It's it's a weird hinge, and like the hinge is kind of loose. But the thing is, like it just makes his hand look like it's broken, and he's a zombie, so it's like who cares? It kind of mm. works. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not too fussed about it. The rest is great. The lady zombie is really creepy. She reminds me of um, I don't know if you guys ever played Left for Dead. But there was the screaming zombie, the witch. She had like the her fingers were like chewed down and like the bones of her fingers were sticking out like points. No, but and, I mean, I'm picturing that and it's scary. And that's that's yeah. how this this figure is. She has like these talon fingers and it's like they're they're like you can see the bone and her fingers sticking out. It's so creepy looking, um, but really fun zombies. And then I got. Uh, I finally ordered one of the Warhammer Battle Sisters from Joy Toy. I had been eyeballing them forever, but they're like $50 a piece. And I was like, I'm not spending $50 on one figure um, unless it's like, you know, a big bulky, like, you know, like there's a lot of plastic there. Yeah. And um, they dropped this one down to like, I think it was like 30 or 28. And then there was an $8 coupon that you could take off. So I ended up getting with with that and Bezos bucks. I paid like $2 for her. Um Nice. But she's really freaking cool. Like she comes with this. Uh, it's some kind of bolter, but it almost looks like a flamethrower. So I'm trying to to get one of the little Boba Fett flame attachments to stick on the end of this. Um, I have it. I just haven't figured out a way to attach it. Right. But um, really cool figure. Really like her. And then I got uh, the X-Men 97 Wolverine, which, you know, <sighs> I, I, I was bitching you about this, Mike. Like, I, I agreed with everything you said about the articulation and, like, he needs a little bit more. Like, especially with his shoulders, the way they, like, kind of hit the uh, the shoulder pads. Yeah. But he's growing on me. Like, I don't know if it's because he's just toyetic. Like, he's really fun to play with. But he has become my go-to desk toy. Like, he's killing everybody on my desk. Um He's just he's fun to tool around with. So I may actually have to to grab another one of these. I might grab Cyclops. I, I do have the Sentinel coming. Uh, it should be here Friday, I think. Um, and I'm a little pissed because my my Super 7 order still hasn't shown up, even though I paid for three day shipping. So I need to contact them and be like, um, I paid for the three day shipping. How come it's been like a week? Yeah. You know, like if I'm paying for the three day shipping, I should have had it. But it's three day shipping once they ship it. Exactly. <laughs> like so I'm like, do you guys not ship it for a week? Like, what the hell? <laughs> so but um, but yeah, so I, I did end up spending more money than I wanted to because those joy toy figures had the uh, the price drops. Um, like I wouldn't have bought the zombie pack, but it dropped down so low. Like for all five of them, it was like 60 bucks. Plus I had the freaking coupons and Bezos bucks. So it's like, ah, I got, I got to get it. <laughs> yeah. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> uh, is that it? Yep. So as Mike, I don't think I've sent any pictures to you, but I sent some pictures to Sam and to uh, Matt. Mm. Uh, I talked to him like a few episodes ago that I was making the decision to like, get rid of a lot of my old shit because I feel like when I'm dead, Whenever that's going to be, not to be negative. Sorry, Sam. 
Um, I don't think Zoe's going to want to, like, do anything with my shit. I think she's just going to give it to Goodwill. Okay. So I'm like, wait, you know what? I might as well get the money from this. And get better stuff. Because, like, she just doesn't care about my collections other than, like, playing with them. Mm-hmm. So I took down, I have, like, ten totes of old Marvel Legends. So, like, every time there's a new Iron Man, I replace the old Iron Man, put him in a bag, goes in a tote. And they've been doing right. this for 20 years. Um, so I'm just going through stuff, finding things. Matt is taking a bunch of G.I. Joe Mighty Mugs, and his son likes Venom and Carnage, so I'm just giving him some Venoms and Carnages. Sam, you wanted a Gambit for your desk to play with. Gambit? Yeah. Um, there's another Gambit somewhere. Once I find it, you can have it, because there was more than one that came mm-hmm. out that you probably didn't know about. Um huh. Who's just as cool and his eyes light up. If I can find the backpack that clips into him, makes his eyes glow. Uh, I don't know where I'm going with this, but yeah, I got those. I got a uh, big shipment from Big Bad Toy Store. The stuff that I've opened was the blob from Marvel Legends, who is cool, but doesn't come with any food. Mm-hmm. Huh. So, like, I, wa- I want him to have, like, a turkey leg or something. Like the yeah. old figure? <laughs> yeah, like, he doesn't come with anything, so I gotta, like, dig around in my bins for, like, a hamburger toy or something for him to, like, eat. <laughs> or just, I, I don't know. I am kind of annoyed that uh, the fat zombie didn't come with, like, you know, like a brain or something to eat. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just feel like the blob should be holding something, or, like, a Christmas carol. <laughs> like, I just want him <laughs> to have something in his hands. Um... I got a new Iron Man and a new Captain America. So I'll mention this because it pisses me off and Hasbro has never fucking corrected it. <laughs> Captain America has to have a shield on his wrist, right? Mm-hmm. There's three ways that they've done this for the toys to hold them. Either he has like elastic straps, which are great because they don't break. A plug, like you can plug it into his back or he can hold it like a, just any kind of action figure accessory in his hands. Or a clip that clips onto his wrist. Or it's a combo that you can, like, move it up and down. And either it's a clip or a plug. This mm. new Captain America, his, he just has fists. He doesn't have hands that hold anything. So you've got to use this clip that goes on his wrist. But the thing is, it always breaks. So you're always stuck with a shield that you can't do anything with. So I can have a Captain America, and the shield's sort of just, like, very gingerly, partially on his wrist. Because I'm afraid the pig's going to break. And it pisses me off. Uh, the only other thing I got, and it's just a funny story, Teresa's addicted to free stuff on Facebook, and she saw somebody giving out a garbage bag full of Pokemon cards. Zoe loves huh. Pokemon. She doesn't know how to play Pokemon, but she, all her friends have the cards. I don't think any of the kids know how to play Pokemon cards. They just have them. Yeah. It's like, you know, like Magic the Gathering back in the day. Nobody really knew how to play it. You just had them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I made Teresa promise last year that she would stop getting free shit on Facebook because it's always in like the sketchiest neighborhood possible. And mm. she was like, I'm sorry, but it was Pokemon cards. And I already said, you're coming to get them. It doesn't, I looked on a map. It doesn't look that scary. And she showed me the neighborhood and it's like somebody died there yesterday. Like literally somebody was shot and you want me to go get a garbage bag of Pokemon cards. And she's like, I already told Zoe you're going to get them. So I had like no fucking choice. And it was like a 90s Tupac video. And I'm like not scared of that shit because I grew up in the city. It doesn't bother me. 
But for a bag of Pokemon cards, I had to drive past dogs fighting, guys selling drugs, and then I had to, like, go to a house that was, like, in the back of another house. So I had to, like, walk along a fence and knock on a door, and this guy in this, like, sweat-stained wife beater opened up and gave me a garbage bag that was taped together because it was falling apart, and all these Pokemon cards smell like cigarettes. And it was just like, (laughs) here you go, here's your Pokemons. People um, come into Jerry's closet literally every single day that we're open asking for Pokemon. I don't know anything about them. Yeah. I don't know what's either. valuable, what's not valuable. I know Pikachu. But, like, literally, and then I came home and Zoe just dumped them on the floor. So, like, you couldn't walk on the floor without slipping and breaking your neck on these, like, <laughs> crusty Pokemon cards. <laughs> um. And I spent I'm good... sorry, I'm, I'm laughing because Caleb has done that exact thing to me. Yeah, it's like, hey, I got you this thing, and it's just oh. like, jump on the floor, and it's like, what if I wanted to watch television? <laughs> you little <laughs> shit. <sighs> like, the jo- no the joys of, of parenthood. Like, yeah, like, I'm three feet tall, why aren't you three feet tall? <laughs> you know, it's like, ah! And I'm always stepping on her stuff and breaking it, and she gets pissed off, and it's like, well... <laughs> You'll leave it on the fucking floor. floor. (laughs) Um, So that's what I got this week. I'm sure I got more stuff that I'll remember. It'll be brought to you by Jerry's Closet. Uh, You guys ready for the news? Oh, indeed. Oh, yeah. Uh, Let's let's see if there's any announcements. Mattel is doing a movie Kendall where he's wearing a big white faux fur coat. Uh, I know me and Mike haven't seen it. Sam, did you like the movie? Yeah, I'm just kind of really, like, upset that they had a ton of, like, references. Like, we even got to see Alan, but they didn't mention at all, even in the credits when they were showing other dolls, Kelly or Kevin. Kelly's Kelly. No, they never That's... showed like a Kelly doll or anything. And then Kevin was Skipper's boyfriend who briefly got released. He had like a Dalmatian that came with him and stuff. And there was no mention of him either. That huh. sucks. Yeah. I do want to see it. It's, it's It's been, I've been horrible this summer with going to see movies. Like I've missed so many that I wanted to see. Um, So if I don't get to see it in the theater, I will definitely be watching it on streaming as soon as it comes out. But uh, yeah. I do want I do want to go see it. It's just I haven't had a chance to. Yeah, Travis um, is going to watch it on streaming, he said. If I can't take Zoe now, it's like hard for me to go to the movies. So she she's kind of getting at that age where it's like there's only like one movie out in the summer she wants to see. So I can't be like, hey, you want to go see Last Voyage of the Demeter? And she'll be like, that's stupid. You're not going. And it's like, uh, right. OK. Yeah. Dad uh, problems. Uh, let's see here. For McFarlane's stuff, he's making a vampire Green Lantern. I have no idea what this is from, but it looks kind of cool, I guess, if you like McFarlane's stuff. Um, Mondo, because this week was PowerCon, the big 80s fantasy toy line convention. Mondo is showing off lots and lots and lots of pictures of their really expensive 12-inch He-Man stuff. This is Cartoon Colors Trapshaw, and he looks really damn cool. He's got... A new robot arm that is as close as they've ever gotten to the 2000X Trapjaw arm. It's not quite there, and it's pink, but, you know, take what you can get. Fresh Monkey Fiction, which is Big Bad Toy Store's toy line company, is making 
118th scale pocket Santa and pocket Krampus. So these are five points of articulation, and they are that three-inch scale that we all love, Santa and Krampus. I don't know why nice. they're saying they have leg articulation, because they have, like, the Santa skirt that would stop them from moving their legs, kind of. So Can I'm, you push it up at all? It must be. Yeah. That is weird. Caleb is bugging Mike. What else is going on? Let me go to the notes now. So reaction again from Super 7 is making a twisted sister uh D Snyder figure. And they just yeah, showed yeah. pictures today and it looks fucking awesome. I don't know you're a twisted sister fan, Sam. That's really cool. Uh, yeah. Yep. Stay Hungry is such a fantastic album. Like so solid. That's uh the reason why like I wanted that logo too. Um I've got a I mean I haven't hung out with him in a long time, but I got a friend that's big into like power metal and hair metal. And he's a big fan of Twisted Sister. Uh, not a big fan of Strangeland, but... Oh, I he... love that movie. <laughs> oh, that movie was like, if you listen to that Stay Hungry album, there's so much, it lines up perfectly with that movie. There's even the one... Oh, I can't remember the name of the one song right now. Basically describes the character... Or Captain Howdy mm-hmm. drives the character uh, in the movie. Nice. Um, I haven't seen it in, since it came out. It's been a long, long fucking time. But when it came out... I was kind of turned off to it because I was like, oh, this is so edgelordy with the face tattoo and the piercings. But I think I'm going to come back around on it and check it out. Oh, man, uh, I, I, lo- I loved it. <laughs> yeah. And D. Snyder, not to mention, uh, you know, all the he fought for us to not have so much censorship. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, D. You, you took on Tipper Gore in the 80s. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, I appreciate it. They're uh, coming out of PowerCon. There is more Savage Crucible stuff. They showed off some barbarians and some dwarves and some goblins. It looks like down the road, uh, once they get past their dinosaurs and their Lovecraftian guys, they've got some more stuff coming. Or maybe on top of what they're doing, maybe the Kickstarter was so successful. I don't know. Uh, McFarlane felt the need to make more Disney Mirrorverse figures. I don't know why. Where this is like evil armored up edgy Disney characters from a, like a cell phone game uh, app store. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, uh, they're, Mondo, maybe they're selling. Well, I, I guess people like Disney something Mondo's making a really cool looking beast, man. There are more cosmic legions figures coming out. So if you collect the four horsemen stuff, I literally have my last three pieces of four horsemen merchandise up on eBay right now. I'm letting them go. Cause I can't afford to collect them. Um, there is a New York comic con exclusive ghost face takes Manhattan from the latest screen movie that comes with some extra masks, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know if they're featured in the film, but the figure comes with them. And he's got a cool takes like slashing through the takes Manhattan or the, uh, I love New York logo. Uh, and the packaging looks really cool. The Naked Turtle Layer is coming out from the animated series. It's pretty pricey, but I think this is sort of like a high-end, just for collectors kind of thing. Mm -hmm. There is a Secret of the Ooze, Ninja Turtles 2, Professor Perry 2-pack. So instead of making you get, like, two two 2-packs, so it's like Professor Perry and a turtle or a foot soldier, they're just putting them both out in the same 2-pack because they're looks like they're committed to make every fucking character possible, which is... Pretty damn cool. Uh, they've started development on the last Ronin game, which I'm excited about. Uh, oh, I, I still have wait. to read that comic. Oh, dude, it's so good. <laughs> um, 
Ramen Toys is making He-Man figures, or they're attempting to make He-Man figures. They showed off stuff at PowerCon, which I thought was ballsy of them because they're kind of known for making knockoffs of lines that are really good. Uh, but they have like their version of He-Man Skeletor, and they said they're going to try to get licensor approval from Mattel to make these. There's no word on scale or anything like that. But they look really, really cool, Sam. Oh, that's so cool. Monster Dew from <laughs> I love it. Picture. That's adorable. <laughs> that is adorable. Ansel, uh, which is like a company that's scooping up every property that doesn't have redo toys from the 80s and 90s, is doing Cowboys at Moo Mesa because oh, there's wow. fans of that for some fucking reason. I forgot that even existed. <laughs> so they have Biker Mice from Mars and Cowboys of Moo Mesa. Yeah. Biker Mice from Mars. Travis uh, is obsessed with that show. I'm going to have to get those for him. Yeah, there's figures coming out. Uh, Fresh Monkey Fiction showed off a bunch of Series 2 Monster Force stuff. These are their, like, six-inch scale fantasy World War II monster guys. Um, They look really cool. There's a guy called the Donner Party, which is like Frankenstein, but he's made out of the Donner Party. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, there's like a stitch together a bunch of like, um, what's the game? Uh, you died of dysentery. Uh, Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail. People. Yeah. It's really fucking cool. They got Halloween Boy, which is that comic that um, Josh loves. Mm-hmm. He's going to be part of the line. And they have Bigfoot with a Gatling gun. Which is ah. just amazing. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> take my money. Uh, there is another le- series of Marvel Legends coming out for their TV properties, and it's a Build-A-Figure Hydra Stomper, which already had a figure, but this is a more accurate Hydra Stomper. It's from the new Skrull series with Nick Fury, um, Secret Invasion, mm. and some leftover characters like uh, Agatha and a couple other ones. So... This is a wave that I don't have to collect, everybody. It makes me very happy. Uh, there is a new Optimus Prime coming out that is a redone version of the classic Optimus Prime figure, but he's got better articulation. And I, I, I want it so bad. but that's... If Josh was here, he'd really talk it up, but it's die-cast parts. <gasps> if you want him without the trailer, he's 70 bucks. If you want him with the trailer and his little car, he's 120 but picture like ball joint and shoulders and ball hips and you can do all the cool poses and stuff instead of the toy when we were kids that's basically like standing upright and he could put his arms out. Yeah. So, um, cool. Really cool. If you're a Transformers fan, I kind of hope they go back to do some other characters I think need it. Like Megatron or the Jets or whatever. Dan again, who was at PowerCon, has the Sectors. They're making the characters, not the bug puppets, which I think is a big mistake because that was the gimmick for the toys. Yeah, and, and I mean it, it sucks because uh Zika Toys did the they did the Kickstarter for the, the three and three fourth inch um sectars and I, I got um oh god, what is the prince it's like Prince Dragonfly or whatever the the, the yeah. good guy and the bad guy. I got I got the, the two main characters and um they're great three and three fourth inch figures. Like they come with tons of accessories, lots of like swappable hands and pieces. And then they even pulled like a little uh, Starcom on them and put magnets in their feet so they can stick to metal. Um, so it's really they're really freaking cool figures. But now they're going back to the six inch scale, and neither one did the bugs. And it's like yeah. you know, I don't want the figures. I want the bug puppet to scare my wife. <laughs> well, I'm like, if you <laughs> have the figures, you need the bugs. 
Yeah, like I want to come on the show and say, like, well, I broke my hand because my wife hit it with a shovel because <laughs> I had a Spider Man puppet. <laughs> Damn it. Um, Whoops. Mondo again is making Tila, Evil Lynn, I think Green Goddess, if I read it correctly, which is just Green Tila, and Orko. And he comes with, so it's like their take on Orko, classic Orko. And this is the first figure ever of Orko's sister or cousin the girl oh i forget the familial relations yeah. uh i know there's like uncle montark and there's dorko i don't remember yeah. the name of the girl uh somebody's gonna break my legs uh, and uh, in or an error i need to correct brought to you by jerry's closet from last <laughs> week when we were saying that william freakin died i said he made a movie called warlock that i love no he did not make warlock that's a great movie. He made a movie called Sorcerer that had the unfortunate luck to come out the same day as Star Wars in 1977. And it's Roy Scheider from Jaws. And I, I don't have the time to talk about it, but it's on um, Criterion. It's mm-hmm. a great fucking movie. Um, Tangerine D- Dream does a soundtrack. Nice. It's it's nuts. It's really crazy. And it's it's. It's a movie about driving is the best way I can describe it. As somebody who drives for a living, it resonates with me. But it's also William Friedkin, and it's great. Um, There is a jumbo retro scare glow coming out from Mondo. Let me describe this. It's It's the classic toy, but they're molding a glow in the dark skeleton inside a clear plastic body. Oh, wow. And it's like 18 inches. So if you can picture a classic Jumbo-style He-Man figure with a glow-in-the-dark skeleton inside the body, it's going to be that's going to be their scare glow, and it looked cool. Uh, there is going to be another wave of Reaction Godzilla guys. I love these ones. The next one announced are there's a '66 Godzilla in black and white, and Gyrus from Godzilla 2. Baragon, classic Baragon, classic Mogura, who is the weird chicken robot. There is going to be a Super Cyborg Krang from Super 7. I know Josh is very excited about this. And yeah. last but not least, I was checking pre-order listings. They're making Reaction Conan figures. So there's going to be Tulsa Doom, Sobadai, and Pit Fighter Conan is the first assortment. Wow. Um, I'll be getting those based on the artwork on the card backs. Uh, that is it for news. Mike, did I forget anything? Not that I'm aware of. Um, hey, wh- who was it that was putting out that scarecrow? Was it Mondo, you said? I believe so. Look at PowerCon pictures. It's in there somewhere. I say, I'm trying to find it because I'm like, that sounds amazing. Um, what is new from Monster High, Sam, now that you're here? Um, the Series 2 animation that's coming out. There was, I think... Not another line that's coming out. I'm kind of not thinking of it now. I saw some teaser pictures for something. How long is it between releases with them? Is that like, is it every few months? It varies. Like, I kind of feel like they drop a whole bunch of stuff and then like there isn't anything for a while. I'm still waiting on that pre-order that I put in for, um, entertainment world. Um, they said it was supposed to be released in August and it's still at the status of processing. Uh, I did just order that Annabelle. Oh, you got uh, it. Congratulations. High they had. Yep. 
for the Mattel creation, so I still got to track down that Draculaura I missed. Um, they just released a bunch of sh- shoes, like different shoes you can get. Like you can get Draculaura shoes that she has has on for the main doll, and then some Frankie shoes I've seen. Hmm. Mike, I found it. I'm sending you a link. Scroll down to see pictures. Um. Monster High. I tried bribing Zoe to get some Monster High today, but uh, she wasn't having it. She wanted a mystery stuffed plush animal that was a dragon with a bottle of hot sauce. So, Aww, kids are adorable. weird. Oh, Mike. damn, that's yeah, freaking that cool? rad. That, I, that is really cool. Oh, man, I kind of want that now. Are you uh, ready to play How Badass Is Sam? Yes. Everybody's favorite game where we ask our resident badass, Sam Hain, just how badass is she? So last round, we found out that Sam has never punched anybody in the face, but she has lots of pets named after serial killers, and she <laughs> doesn't enjoy making people cry. Oh. Are you ready for round two, Mike? Oh, I'm going to take over from Josh. It's a tie game. <laughs> has Sam ever shoplifted? Hmm. I think she has as a rite of passage as a punk kid. She's definitely shoplifting. I, you know, I'm gonna say yes to only because I feel like almost everybody has shoplifted at least once in their adolescence, whether or not you did it again because you felt guilty, like me, or not. Uh, you know, I yeah, I'm gonna say yes. Sam, did you vote? We both said yes. Oh, okay. Both said, yeah. Yes, definitely. Definitely. It supported my smoking habit for a really long time when I was younger. <laughs> What's the coolest thing you shoplifted? Oh, man. A little wound up chicky. You know, the ones they sell around Easter and you like wind them up and they kind of walk and they make the cute little squeaking noise. This was one that like it had little sensors on the bottom of it. So you'd put it on your hand and then it would chirp. That's cool. (laughs) All right. This next one, Mike definitely knows the answer to, but I'm just genuinely curious. Has Sam ever been arrested? I actually don't know the answer to this one. Um. I'm going to say no, because Sam is turning out to be much nicer than I thought. Yeah, I I, I was actually going to say no as well, um, but I'm trying to think, should I go yes just for the sake of the game? Um, now, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go with my gut. No, I don't think she has. <laughs> Your record gets cleared when you're 16. All my arrests happened before 16. <laughs> oh, <that's wrong>. oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> A lot of trespassing and breaking curfew. Gotcha. Yeah, and shoplifting, but I didn't get charged for it, so. (laughs) Danger is your middle name. All right, this one. This one is going to be divisive. And maybe Mike knows, maybe Mike doesn't. It's still a tie game. Has Sam ever tried to summon demons? Or um, ghosts or ghoulies. I'm gonna say at any point in her life. I'm gonna say there was some Ouija board play, so I, I'm gonna say yes. 
I want to win. I'm going to say no, but I think you're probably right. I mean, who hasn't? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't the 80s and 90s just all about that? <laughs> just, you know, summoning demons, shoplifting. Yeah, a little more cautious now. <laughs> Is that how you met Travis? Actually, actually, super funny. So, um, the like right before I met Travis, before I asked my friend um, if he knew anybody, I had had pretty bad experience with like a few people, and I was kind of seeing some people, but not really feeling anything. And I wrote a list of everything that I would like in a guy. And I put that list under my bed and I said, so if this guy really does exist, bring him to me. Otherwise I'm just going to stay single and casually date forever. And then my um, roommate's boyfriend set me up with his friend. And when I showed up, we were wearing the same shirt and that was Travis. And he literally fit everything on that list. What was the shirt? A misfit shirt. The classic so, um, no, we it was both misfit shirts, but I had the evil live one and then the one that he had on. I can't remember the one he had on, but we both had misfit shirts on. Uh. <laughs> yeah. We talked about Glenn, Glenn Danzig for a while. Um, still to this day, one of the best. I mean, I don't go to a lot of concerts. I get freaked out in crowds. Um, but one of the best concerts I went to, the second iteration of the Misfits broke up. So it was Corey Graves, uh, Jerry, Jerry's brother, and uh, new drummer. So it was like Jerry, Doctor Chud. I don't. Whatever. You're gonna. People are gonna kill me for this. They the band broke up, and they always did Halloween shows in Rochester with Guar, and. Instead of canceling the show because the Misfits were the headliner, they just had people from Guar and the opening band cover for Corey Graves, and it was fucking awesome. So it was just like a free for all of everybody doing like covers of Misfit songs, and it was a blast. The Are end. Michael Graves, or was there a Corey Graves that was in the Misfits? Or not Corey Graves, Michael Graves, Graves, Graves. Yeah. yeah, Michael Graves. Michael Graves. Corey Graves is a wrestling announcer. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that cool. Also, one um, of my friends. But not uh, the rest of us, or my friend's name is Corey Graves. Yeah, it's Graves is a cool <laughs> last name. Yeah. So, Mike, you're winning because you know Sam better than anybody. Now, Sam. I have a Michael Graves story, actually. So, I saw The Misfits in 97 with, um, yeah. with Michael Graves, and I was at that time 16 and he was like oh if any girls want to come up here and make out with me and i was like man i'm 16 that's probably not appropriate (laughs) totally would have gone up there (laughs) you know man even the 90s were a different time (laughs) you know like and then i'm like if you're girly like i got to make out with michael grace but then like anybody else would be like that is creepy (laughs) (laughs) yep um I mean, I'm sure he would have made out with me. I was the only one trying to get him not to be a pedophile. Yeah, but I mean, like, that also, like, what does that tell you about Michael Graves? Exactly. That's what I'm laughing at. Well, um, I mean, 
Maybe he wanted them. I don't know. I don't know him personally. I, well, I did get to talk to him a few times. He was very nice. But it really threw me off when I like I walked up to him and the first thing I said was, what's the latest horror movie you watched? And he was like, oh, I don't really watch horror movies. I get scared easily. And I was like, what? What the <laughs> fuck? Why are you the listener <laughs> of the misfits? This is not <laughs> allowed. <laughs> he has Frankenstein stitches tattooed. On his body. Was he being serious? I don't know, but then he was telling me about this um ghost uh like documentary thing he watched that was really creeping him out. What a weird answer. So weird. What's the last horror movie you watched? Actually, it was Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrifying. Okay, so Sam, I have wanted to pick your brain about two things for a long long time one tell us the legend of jerry your dad who is a collecting god and Mm -hmm. also the influence on the person you became and also the other thing i want to ask you about is what is it like owning a business jerry's closet which you've made no illusions that it's a pain in the ass (laughs) uh where would you like to start um we can start with jerry Tell us about your dad. So my dad was a Marine and he was also the type of guy that liked to try everything. That's kind of where I got that from him that like you need to try everything once except for like crack, heroin, cocaine. I don't need to try that stuff to know that like or meth or like anything other than obviously those things. (laughs) Uh, All right. So I'm always as we as we do the episodes, hold your thought there. Yeah, I always write down, you know potential episode episode titles so i have misfits in love but then it's like i could also say try everything once except for meth yeah (laughs) that's a pretty good one it is a good one (laughs) so um he volunteered uh for different areas and everything and the last area he worked was in um uh uh weapons and gases and stuff so he helped with some of the cleanup from agent orange and everything so that kind of led to a lot of health issues and he uh left the military uh full retirement but fully disabled too and they said that he had about a year to live when i was born okay and he just passed away last year when i was 21 or 41 so that's <laughs> a lot more than a year uh-huh. so <laughs> so your father was a vietnam veteran um right afterwards okay he uh went in for the cleanup and stuff so he was in an actual on any of the the fighting for that but for the Very cleanup smart. and everything yep yeah. so he um after that kind of dedicated his time to like cleaning or um not cleaning but uh um wow my brain is just melting away (laughs) so he volunteered his time to running games and stuff and he uh volunteered a lot at the ymca and the the boys and girls club and he volunteered at the museum um he was at the buffalo museum for a while and helped uh build some of the displays and then he also went some on some of the digs that they went on for stuff um yeah he was a big part of ub 
uh, he had a, a game club there, and then him and my mom had the um, the game store at our house when they were married. So they always had people over there gaming and everything. And he's kept on that tradition of always having like a group of gamers. So he always had like rotating gamers all the time and people that would come to his house and game and stuff. And then at Gen Con, he was uh, one of the game masters there. So he uh, would run Nuclear Risk and um, some of the other games for there. And he also had such a huge movie collection that he would rent it out to um, his friends or people in the neighborhood. They would come over and pick movies out from his house and have a little like card they write it down on and then bring it back. <laughs> That's awesome. That's super cool. Yeah. And he just like, it's kind of funny because like going through his stuff and like looking back on like everything that he was like interested in and like some of his hobbies and stuff like in a way, I'm like his like dream woman that he would like imagine to rule the world. Like yeah. it kind of seems like a lot of the things that like I'm in and a lot of like the ways I am and everything. And, you know, I'm I'm big Amazon woman. <laughs> so like it kind of fits into like everything that he thought like, oh, if I could be weird science and create the perfect woman, this is what I would create. And it's just funny that like it's kind of like more or less me in a way. <laughs> Did you get your love of like, I don't know how to word this collecting friends or having like, you were very networked, you know, a lot of people yeah. was your dad that same way of like, he just made oh, friends yeah. with everybody. Definitely. Definitely. Like him and I have always just gone with the thing that like, just treat people how you want to be treated, you know, same way Mike has always been too, you know, Yeah. That you just don't be a dick. You know, just yeah. do everything you can not to be a fucking dick. <laughs> you know, there's there's enough of that in the world. So he it used to annoy me when I was younger because he literally talks to anyone. You could sit my dad in a room with anyone and he would have that person like laughing within like an hour or so. And every time we would go to like the store or something, he would talk to every single person he would like come across and then the cashier and stuff. And it used to embarrass me when I was little, but now like I kind of find myself doing the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a cool like ability to have. I can't do it. Yeah. I'm so awkward in person. Like I, it takes me a long time to like warm up to people unless yeah. there's just like, I'm having a weird day and I'm pumped full of caffeine or something. Usually I'm very quiet. And, like, you know, when I don't have to look at people when I'm talking, it's a little easier, mm-hmm. but I'm always really worried about what people perceive when they meet me that I shut up and don't talk. I, I think because of the nature of my job and, Having, you know, done so many like group art projects over the years, like I definitely am kind of like like what Sam is describing, where I, I will talk to just about anybody. Um, and, and sometimes that has gotten me into trouble. Like there has definitely been some very creepy people that I've gotten stuck talking to. But, you know, it's <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I think. Sam, I think you're a lot. Uh, we're a lot alike in that regard where it's like we can pretty much have a conversation with anybody. And, and sometimes, yeah, we find ourselves talking to people that we'd rather not be. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, it definitely <laughs> happens. But I feel like you can find something in common with, like, almost everybody. Absolutely. I can talk to anybody nerdy. I can't talk to anybody <laughs> normal. Or, you know, quote unquote normal. If somebody wants to talk to me about sports, forget it. 
I can't do it. You know, like I can't. If somebody's like, "Hey, how about uh, did you vote for uh, whatever?" or like, "What about uh, politician so and so?" It's like I can't do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't. T- I mean, I, I can definitely talk the politics. Conversation to another subject. Yes. Yeah, it's like, "Hey, uh, <laughs> what's your favorite Friday the 13th? <laughs> I, I feel that uh, politics and religion are those two topics that you don't really talk about with people <laughs> unless you know, you know, you can have a very civil conversation with them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so Sam, you inherited your dad's collection. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> it's a lot. Like we had four days to clear out. He had a two-bedroom apartment, and then my grandparents had a farm out in Iowa, and they had a few garages out there. So he had like stuff in his apartment in the basement there, and then in the garages at my grandparents' house. And we like started about five years ago when we started Western New York Horror Crew. It's because like my dad was starting to get sicker, and he was like, "Well, I think you guys should start taking stuff home," because he always said it was our inheritance, you know. So he's like, "Well." Take stuff home. You can sell what you don't want to keep. Keep what you do want to. And he started having us take things home. But what he started doing is replacing them. So he would load us with a bunch of stuff. And then I'd go back to his house and see a box from Amazon or a box from somewhere else. And they were the things that he had already given us. (laughs) So he would be like, hey, here, have this. Uh, Return of the Dead poster book. I'm making this item up. And you'd mm-hmm. come back and you'd be like, yeah, I don't want to give it to you. I bought another one. Yeah, or yeah, you'd be like, I have a hole in my collection. I started collecting Star Trek stuff now. Like, what was it? Or both? It was mainly f- filling it. Well, no, it was like both too. Like, he was so active that towards the end there, um, he got this really bad wound on his back that wouldn't heal. And then his legs were swelling up really bad. So he was like kind of getting where he couldn't move too much. And he was like such a social guy and so active and did so many things that like, then he kind of just started, you know, ordering more because there wasn't really anything else for him to do. Cause he always liked going to the comic shops. Like once a week, every Wednesday, he would drive to all the comic shops within it was like a 50 mile radius. Cause we'd go to Nebraska too. Cause there was some cool comic book shops up in Nebraska and little like markets and stuff. So all Wednesday he would drive around and go to each of those places and he had polis there, or, you know, if they had something that comes in that they knew he would be interested in, they would pass it to him. Or if he knew I was coming, he'd be like, Oh yeah, just send them an email of some stuff you want. They can see if you have it or whatever. Jerry was like living the life that I want. Yeah, he was such a giving guy too. Like all his friends and everything, like he would just if somebody needed something, he was like there and he just, you know, would do the best he could. So just judging by Jerry's closet and deep inside Jerry's closet, these are some of the things your dad collected. Trading cards. Mm-hmm. Comic books. Yep. Movies. Books. Did he read them? Yeah. Your, oh, dad's, your dad he, seemed like a compulsive reader. He basically reader. enjoyed everything that he bought pretty much. 
there's like a few things that we found that he just didn't get a chance to open or whatever, but he pretty much experienced everything that he purchased. So he, he would have a movie or a sack here. I just bought these movies. I got to watch them. Here's these comics. I got to read them. Here's these books. And he had like so much free time that he just, clear through it all and then if he really liked something he'd send me a copy or send my brother a copy or he'd buy a copy for his buddies um all his kids um kids or all his friends kids he'd like buy him stuff for their birthdays and for christmas and holidays and everything and he'd always put little gaming parties on at his house now and he did he also like hold on to stuff because he knew it was going to be valuable at some point um or is just stuff he enjoyed all of it it was stuff that he enjoyed like he had a lot of the original um star wars figures he did sell those because he just kind of was like "Ah, i'm not really enjoying them anyways i'll see what i can get so there was every once in a while where he would get rid of things but he pretty much just like collected whatever he thought was interesting uh, I'm kind of tiptoeing around the deep inside Jerry's closet stuff. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Was that like his or is that just like, you know what? People collect this. I'm going to collect this, too. Um, It was his. Uh, both my parents are huge supporters of the pornography company or companies and stuff. They actually, when my mom was pregnant with me, they were going to close down this adult store that was in Florida. And my mom pregnant and my dad went out there with like signs to say, like, keep the store open and keep art open. And, you know, it was all like consensual adults. You know, it's not like the store was selling anything. Super cool. Uh, and fucking awesome and uh he had old and, guys that he would make like copies of tapes for so you would like go to him and not only could you like rent stuff from him and stuff you could be like hey i really like redheads could you make me a mix and he would make you a mix in my uh in my travels as a collector which you know i my job has always sent me places near and far um, I'm oh, that's the one consistent <laughs> that I see is people who collect pornography and how much they're willing to pay for it. It always amazes me. It's one of those things that's like, I can't do it. I'm married and I have a daughter. I can't collect pornography. But it's like there's been many times in my life where things have passed me where it's like, fuck, I could have made $5,000 for this tape that I found. Or and like, it's always in like the VHS collecting areas and all the video stores that are still open that i know about and it's there's like three left if that they make all of their money because they rent classic porn Mm -hmm. or sell and deal in classic porn and it's just it's a huge underground thriving market you know obviously yeah Um, that event i'm doing this weekend i'm hoping that a lot of people will pick up that stuff there's trading cards oh my gosh and it, his collection of trading cards is insane. There's um this company, it's like <sighs> Milk Brothers or something like, I can't remember offhand, um, but they just put out like these super bizarre cards, like women with fruit or women on bikes. <laughs> it's literally just pictures of half-naked women on bikes or with fruit. 
And like they just <laughs> had these like some of the names for some of them got a little more bizarre. And it's just like he just had them all. I had I think it's probably the same company, the Scream Queens trading card collection. Mm-hmm. Multiple series that would come if you pre-ordered them. And I did this when I was a fucking teenager, autographed cards, which I could have gotten graded. <laughs> and yeah. I, you know, I'd be rolling in the money, but um I didn't think anything of it. I, I just had them in a box. And, you know, I, me and my wife bought a house, moved into the house, and she's going through my stuff, and she finds this collection of Scream Queen trading cards and various states of undress. And they went right in the garbage. Oh. And it's like, oh. I had uh, all, you know. Do you think collect- that's strange? Which, like Julia Strain's been featured in a lot of different cards. Like I kept some of the ones yeah. that he had. Like, uh, with... So I had autographs from Julie Strain, Monique Gabrielle, Brink Stevens, Linnea Quigley, Michelle Bauer. Uh, God, the girl, the lady from a uh, chopping mall. Mm-hmm. Had her autograph. The one lot. that was in Night of the Comet, too. Yes. So these would be these wouldn't just be like here's a picture of them from Creepazoids. It would be like they took photo shoots, and as the series progressed, they got like crazier and crazier, just full on nudity. Um, yeah, we have a just, lot of magazines of those at Jerry's closet. If you're listening to this and you're a pervert, because we have a lot of secret listeners, find <laughs> Jerry's closet. Uh, go on our Twitter, go on our Instagram, look for Sam. She's got all of it. Um, yeah. Don't be ashamed to collect it. And if your wife gets mad, you'd be like, listen, she devil. I'm not afraid art. of you. It's art. It's art. <laughs> the, the nipple placement art. is perfectly symmetrical. Ah, you can't throw it out. And then kind of flinch and kind of cover the eyes and the teeth. Hope for the best. <laughs> but <laughs> I even but, have eight millimeter film that's going to be available. 40 different movies. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, what's it like the day to day, like the headaches that you have running Jerry's closet? <laughs> the people that say it's too far. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Or there'll be like somebody that will message me and they're like, Oh, could you get me like a list of this? Or, Oh, what's the price of that? And then I never hear from them again. I'll even like send them, you know, Oh yeah, here's somebody asked for like a list of all our trades. Um, so I went through, got a whole list, and never heard anything again. That's like, <laughs> that's bullshit because you spent all that time. Yeah. You have to get something. Yeah. And then the poll thing, people are constantly like, oh, yeah, can you hold that for me? I'll be in next week. And you'll never see them again. Asshole. And like, that's just the sad part about it. <laughs> no, you pay in advance with PayPal. Yeah. So then you're done. Yep. Uh, what about like, you know, paying rent, promoting? Is it all a headache? Um, Yeah, because I feel like you really like last summer I did a ton. Like I went to a bunch of places. I left flyers. I was like constantly posting, adding to the albums and everything. And like, yeah, I might have got like a few people, but there's definitely way more work that goes into it than you get out of it. That like, sucks. I'm definitely thankful for, like, 
the conversations and everything. I definitely like appreciate that and some of my regulars and everything, but it's really hard to like sell anything right now. Um, what haven't we seen that you still haven't got that won't make it into Jerry's closet because it's about to kind of close up shop. What'll be online that you never made it into the shop or did it all get out? No, no, it, it didn't all get out. Um, there's a bunch of boxes and bags that my brother and I picked up the last time we went down because we went back after we packed everything up to visit my grandma and get a few more things out of her closet. So it's boxes that my dad had back there from the 80s that have been back there since then untouched. So we still have to go through a few of those. And I know a lot of them have like games in it and stuff. And um, we still have a shit ton of those sci-fi and uh, fantasy novels from the 70s and 80s. We still got 15 boxes left of those. Uh, some more games. Definitely saw that. Some more cards. Uh, That's, man. Maybe some <laughs> more books. Uh, I, nothing makes me more crazy than somebody saying, like, yeah, you know, there's like these just boxes in the back there. I'm sure there's something awesome to it. I'll get to it later. Because then in my mind, I'm like, I need to <laughs> go through those right now. Because what if there's like a treasure? Don't yeah. tell me I can't open that box and look. <laughs> and then there's so much from like things my dad has bought me over the years where like now I'm going through my house and getting rid of like a lot of that too. So there's a lot that I had that I'm getting rid of. Was the collection that you inherited a burden? Um, I don't know. That's like hard to say because I've definitely appreciated being so close to my dad's stuff for the past year after he passed and kind of like having those memories and stuff. But it's definitely harder to get rid of. <laughs> like, I would love to be able to keep everything, but it's just, it's, it's so much, just yeah, so, so much. And like, even thinking of like putting it online is a little like overwhelming, but my brother's gotten a head start with our eBay. He's been u- doing the eBay ever since we first started grabbing stuff. So basically now it's just kind of going through those last few boxes and then adding stuff to the store or donating stuff from the store. Like I want to take a lot of the movies and books and kind of do those random libraries throughout the area. So I can talk to like some businesses that I know and be like, yo, do you want to put this free library out where people can just borrow movies or books or keep them if they really enjoy them? Cause we just have so much. That's cool. I got to maybe that last week I can like magically find some time. Let me look at the calendar. Is that the holiday weekend? Ooh, that's Labor Day weekend. (laughs) Ooh, uh, yeah, that's man. It sucks, Sam. It really does. Yeah, it's going to be hard packing it up and stuff. And I don't want to, like, leave any of those vendors that are there to either. Because, like I said, everybody's so friendly and it's just it's such a great, like, atmosphere and environment. And it's such a cool location. It's just nobody knows it's there. And no matter how much, like, we try promoting, like, the traffic isn't anywhere near it was prior to COVID. Um, It's it's on my loop when, like, me and my buddies, I mean, you met them. We go to Buffalo, we go, we call it junking 
just to kind of it's yeah. on our loop of stuff and we would always hit the uh we go from there to the bull or uh, to transit road to hit the mall and that's closing too mm-hmm. yeah, so it's like ah man it's just the world changes i don't like change yeah and you know jury's closet deserved to be successful in my mind there's no reason you shouldn't have made that a full-time job yeah, I get well, there's it. so many great things like there's and I'll like have a conversation with people. I hear somebody talking and it's like, yeah, we have that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I you mean, just have to kind of come and like, look. You know, Mike, you should just skip sleep and go. No excuse. <laughs> That's the hardest part because it's like working overnights. So I'm like, you know, I want to get out there, but it's I never have a weekend off. Like I'm never off on weekends. And, and you know, my options are, okay, get out of work and then drive, you know, hour, what, 15 minutes or so, um, yeah. you know, then I'd have to drive back to go back to sleep so I could get up and go back to work. <laughs> it's like, uh, I just want a weekend. Off. And last time I tried to get a weekend off, I ended up getting called into work. So, you know, I would have just slept right in Jerry's closet. <laughs> <laughs> just snuggle up with some comic books. Like Sam could have just built a display around you. Yeah, it could I have mean, been I'm like a, sure a sideshow attraction. I could have made a fort. I'm sure. I would have oh, paid. Yeah. I would have built a tent around you and charged people tickets to see like the amazing comatose man. <laughs> we, we first opened. My nieces would like. There was a table I had in there, and they'd sleep under the table. They made it like into a little fort. <laughs> your your nieces and nephews are adorable, by the way. Yeah. Um. Right. So. It's already almost 8.30. I had a discussion I want to talk about. We will shelve it. We'll put a pin in it till next time Sam's on, which is probably going to be pretty quickly, where I want to talk about what gimmicks that boys got to have in toys that Barbie needed, like slime pits <laughs> and, uh, you know, robot arms and shit, because I think Barbie's a little stale. She needs some slime. But it has to make sense. Why would Barbie have slime? I don't fucking yeah. know. Yeah. They should have done, uh, like, a Nickelodeon one something you know but like i yeah. get that it gets in the hair and it ruins it but what that happened to ken oh you I know mean, there you go like dispose well, of the body man. play set with barbie where she comes with a tub <laughs> and like a, a ken that you can throw into the slime and he like dissolves like a mad scientist toy yeah like that photographer I was talking about earlier, Meryl clayton she's from canada and she does like the barbies that like cut apart the kens Mm-hmm. Share so that with cool. me. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh uh, my god, it's amazing. Zoe's kind of like dipping her toe into that, mm-hmm. and I'm very, very cautious of encouraging it because when I was a kid, I got in so much shit with teachers because they're like, "You ain't right, kid," and they call my parents constantly, and then my parents have to come in and be like, "No, no, no, he loves horror movies and special effects. <laughs> That's why he's doing it. It's okay." Mm-hmm. But it's like I got outcast because i didn't know that it was like you know what maybe keep that at home don't draw pictures of people <laughs> melting in jars of acid See, my parents like, loved all that stuff so i didn't think that there was anything wrong with it well See, i had friends that were like that's cool but the teachers were like are you being abused you know? imagine that but going to catholic school oh, because God. uh i was that kid but i went to catholic school and i got in trouble constantly for the stuff i would draw so yeah that's and for the comic books i would read and for the movies i would tell the other kids about uh, that sucks <laughs> and the uh, costumes i would wear you know so 
part three of the Sam game, and then we're going to hop into the Hall of Fame and call it a night. There's only three questions left, Mike. Can you keep the lead? I uh, hope so. Can you win? <laughs> are you ready? These yes. are the three toughest ones. Sam, have yeah. you ever drank blood? Mike, what do you think? Drank blood or not, like? Not from like you got punched or like you got an accident and blood fell in your throat. Like, okay. So just, like, you're like, I got to try drinking blood. Like actively yes. took a sip of blood. Yes. Or I'm like bit s- somebody because she's like, vampires are cool. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say I'm sure she's tasted blood in some manner because, you know, we've we've all been in a fight or something. But uh, I, I'm going to say no. I want to say no, too, but I got to win. So I'm going to say yes. But I think Sam's probably like, no, that's fucking gross. Sam. Yes, I have. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> We've all gone through that weird vampire stage, right? And I, I actually do have natural fangs. I, uh, no, I don't think I've ever done that. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, you see the resident badass. All right. This one, I don't know. Has Sam ever stage dived? Yes. I have to say no because I got to win. Sam? Yes. Multiple Which show? times. Multiple times? Is it scary? Oh, yeah. Um. Y- yeah, the, the more scary part with, like, being a female and doing it oh. is, like, getting groped. You know, like, that's obviously, like, the worst yeah. case thing. I'm more, I was always more afraid that nobody would catch me. But you're right. If you're, you're female, it's just like, I'm going to touch your boobs. That's not cool. Yeah, which is kind of scary that for a female, you're more concerned with being touched than falling. It's a double. Why yeah. would you do it then? It's a double whammy. That just sucks <laughs> on multiple levels. Um, fun. This last one, I think Mike's going to win because I think you've already elaborated to this. Are there crimes that are unsolved that Sam is the perpetrator? Unsolved Mike, crimes? Uns- are there unsolved crimes? That Sam is responsible for any crime. I genuinely don't know the answer to this, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say, sure. Yes, there is. I'll say no, but you got to live up to the resident badass moniker, Sam. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing sure there's there is. <laughs> there's something <laughs> from when you were a kid. I'm sure there is. <laughs> Congratulations, Mike. You know, Sam. <laughs> Better than me. (laughs) Four to two. Sam, (sighs) you are a true badass. Congratulations. Thanks. If you could return the money to the bank, they'd really appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) I licked it. It's mine. (laughs) Is there like a a statue missing a head or something that you, you know something about or... I, I I can't admit to anything on, on live <laughs> recording so, here. I have a relative. Uh this is this is not me. I'm not like changing names. Uh who has a friend. This is something that just kind of casually came up at a holiday party once. We were like cracking jokes, and he was like, Oh yeah, that's where it went. Uh you guys remember Big Boy Restaurant? Yeah. They're just they're still around, not around here. 
they had the big boy statue outside the restaurant. There's a local one in Rochester that was like going out of business. This guy stole the big boy and like <laughs> pulled up in the middle of the night, threw it in the back of his truck and sped off before they went out of business. And it's always just been one of those like, wonder what happened to it. I always wanted to own that. Everybody assumed that the owner took it or something, but it was like a drunken prank that this guy's brother did. And it's just sitting in the backyard of his house. You can't see it from like unless you go in the backyard. Just have this big boy statue. It's been there forever because they stole it. Which always just like when I think of unsolved crimes, <laughs> that just cracks me up so much. But why I mean, wouldn't they just go get it then? Like whoever would want it back, you know, if it's stolen. Well, they're going out of business, so it was like it was going to go away anyways. So like uh, a week before they shut down, these guys just drove up in the middle of the night, tied some chains to it, and took it. Um, and it's to this day, it's just sitting in this backyard in this, uh, town that I won't name. That's not Rochester or Buffalo. So (laughs) take that. Um, you guys ready for Hall of Fame? Sure. Is there a theme or no? Eh. Yeah. Okay. Unless it's like tied to Sam being a badass, but I couldn't really think of anything. I do have a Sam doll. Mike made it for me. Oh, is it a money? (laughs) No, it's a living dead doll. Yep. Can you it even has my tattoos on it, and it has uh, my little uh, Blue's Clues backpack that I used to have. That's awesome. <laughs> yep. That's uh, one of my presents. Do you want to go first, Sam? Uh, yeah. I will what you go got? first. I got the Reds toy from Tokyo. And it is the motorcycle rider from Zombies Dawn of the Dead. It says Zombies it. Dawn of the Dead. It's from oh. Dawn of the Dead, the cult cinema collection. It actually is a Tom Silvini figure, but it says motorcycle rider. And you get to slap its ass and shout insults at it. <laughs> that, all right. That's an amazing pick. I, I, and, I'm sending you. I'm scrambling to try to pick something else because I'm like, oh shit, what can compete with that? Um, If you go to the pictures, I have it. I have it carded. Oh, that's so cool. If you get the the machete head, he can stab it in the head. Nice. I have the machete head one too. Um, That's even. I have a poster. So way, way back in the early 90s, eBay didn't always make you put pictures up you could just list an item without pictures and i bought a french subway poster that is the machete head zombie getting macheted from from dawn of the dead and french subway posters are like three feet by seven feet oh damn it's in my basement it's awesome um that's awesome dog butt <laughs> that's <adorable. laughs> um yeah, if you find that uh, Sam doll, I'd love to put that up on the Facebook. I can't compete with Tom Savini. So. Yeah, I'll send you pictures. Mike, what do you got? Um, okay, I'm gonna go with a with a weird one. Um, but do you remember Zivaz? Oh the yeah, Hasbro line. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Zivaz Frankenpunker. The Ooh. only Zivaz that I kept. I had a collection. I sold it, and he's the best one. He's such a good figure. I, I actually loved that entire line. But uh, I was looking around my room. I'm like, crap, I need something to compete with that zombie. I'm like, oh, yeah, Frankenpunker. That's a fun one. 
Um, by the way, congratulations, Josh won with his weird space alien. Um, Slythor. Slythor. Nice. Here, here's my pick, and I've been sitting on this for a while, but I don't think it can be Tom Savini. Uh, before I forget, if you go on Tom Savini's Instagram, there's a video of his grandson playing with a flamethrower. And it's, <laughs> it's really funny because somebody asks him in the comments, should a kid be playing with a flamethrower? And he says, don't worry about it. <laughs> I have a flamethrower. We use uh, it for the beehives around here. Man, that, it's on my bucket list. I've never played with a flamethrower. I've done an aerosol can and a lighter. But uh, <laughs> I would like to play with ours. <laughs> it sounds fun. My pick is the Full Moon Toys Blade. Oh, another good one. Which yeah. we all had. I love those things. They've been upstaged mm-hmm. by NECA. But I feel like it should be mentioned. And it's not Decapitron. Because fuck Decapitron. Am I the only one that likes Decapitron? I like Decapitron too. Oh, thank it's you. Toys for I have the 18 inch. I always feel like I'm defending Decapitron. <laughs> it's just a running gag with me. Like my hatred of um, Playmobil. Oh yeah. yeah. Like I, I just. The movie was a little disappointing to me. <laughs> That's oh, the only reason. Don't get me wrong. Part part five and, and well, part five, six, and seven. Uh, you know, I was not crazy about at all. But uh, I, I don't know. I liked I liked Decapitron. I thought he was a fun, yeah. fun character. It was weird. I think that's what I liked it was so much weird. about it. Yeah. Um, you know, I was always upset that like they could never make cool puppets. Like there was nobody creative at Full Moon that could think of anything better than Six Shooter. Because mm-hmm. as a kid, I was always like, really. Six shooters, like, fantastic! I know, but I, I was always like, like metal statue of him. You can't think of a cooler gimmick, and it's like Decapitron, old man. That's a puppet with laser head. You know, it's just like, <laughs> man, come on, Charlie Band. Like, there's nobody working for like an intern that can't think of something like Dickens or, you know, like Lobster Lady. I don't know. Did you say Dickens? <laughs> yeah, Dickens. I said Dickens. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought you said. But yeah, oh, that always just bugged me. And then like, you know, all the hype for Decapitron, then when it finally happened, he's just at the end of the movie for like a minute and a half. And then they recycle the, the footage in part five and part three. I always thought was like so cool because they fought Nazis. And, and anyways, um, so that is the Hall of Fame. Can we be Tom Savini? Probably not. Because Tom Savini, you could smack his ass. Yes. Sam, and yell insults at him. Don't forget what, that part too. What's your opinion of Tom Savini? Um, I don't know. I hear all these bad things. He was kind of a little dicky when I met him too, but um, I met this guy through an EC fan site who who's really good friends with him, and he sent me some pictures of them like hanging out and stuff. And he's like, "Oh, he's such a nice guy," and I was like, "Ah, just seems like a dick." <laughs> That's the thing. I only have one friend that says they've had good experiences with him. Most people, it's either he was kind of just annoying and kind of a bit of a dick, or he was straight up rude to. Yeah. Um, so Tom Savini had Savini.com for a long time. I don't know if it still exists or what it was. Maybe it's a link to his uh, his makeup school. So in 1999, I wanted to go to school to be a special effects artist. That was what my goal was. 
despite um same you know my guidance counselors and my parents and everybody telling me like uh that's a bad idea so you could go on savini.com oh it still exists you get a chat room and every friday night you could go talk to tom savini like he would literally come on and it would just be like his friends like tasso the greek would be there and a few other people and uh so would kyra scone who was the little girl from night of living dead i'll be quick with this story i swear he was like it was me and maybe like five other people go on this chat room for whatever reason i was just big fanboy they're having a convention in Pittsburgh, um, like one of the very first Monster Manias, but it was in like a little rundown Best Western hotel. And it was all the regulars you'd expect at conventions up here, like John Russo, Debbie Rashawn, uh, a few other people. But I had talked to Tom Savini for like two years at this point. I graduate high school, and it's literally the same weekend that I graduate. So I took all the money I managed to save from working and like my graduation party. I bought a plane ticket to Pittsburgh. And my goal was like, I'm going to meet Tom Savini and I'm going to be one of the first students at his makeup school. But the makeup school was like $50,000 and there was no financial aid. So like, I had no idea how the hell I was going to do this or pull this off. And you can't go to the bank and get a loan to go to a makeup school mm-hmm. that Tom Savini's like launching out of his garage. But I was like, I don't care. I want to meet him anyways and get stuff signed. I go to meet him and I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm Mike from the chat rooms. You talk all the time. And he was just like, yeah, what do you want? buy something mm-hmm. and then like he had some bimbo girlfriend there that was with him that clearly was just like you know tom savini can have anybody he wants so she had like huge fake boobs and was like three brain cells she sort of looked like the male lady in joe bob briggs like that kind of plastic enhanced mm-hmm. and she but was she like is super nice darcy she, no darcy's, Dar- darcy's awesome. a sweetheart yeah, darcy's but amazing she had that look about her and I was just like, oh, okay, this is Tom Savini. And he wouldn't talk to me. He was just like, buy something and move along. Kyra Scone, on the other hand, totally fucking cool. Gave me a big hug, free autographs. Total sweetheart. Let me interview her so I could graduate from high school because I was like failing all my classes. And I needed to pass English. And you had like a big senior project. So I interviewed Kyra Scone via her website and email and my teacher was so amazed that I like went out of my way and got the little girl from Night of Living Dead that I graduated. Totally other story. But Tom Savini, a dick, a huge dick. And then later on, just from like working in horror movies, you hear stories from other people that were like, yeah, I went to his makeup school. People that are like Mike McCoy's age mm-hmm. and younger, like younger than me, but it's not drastic. And they'd always tell me the same stories of like, Tom likes to party. And if he thinks you're good looking, he wants you to party with him. I'm being very vague because I don't want to like get sued. <laughs> Read between the blanks. Yeah. Uh, and it was always like, really? And they're like, yeah, there was like hot tub and there was drugs. Maybe Tom Savini was hanging around. Maybe not. So I hear stories about that or, Hey, like I was, uh, you know, I'm a good looking woman. Tom totally talked to me. Not my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very weird. But also on the other hand, the other side of the coin, Greg Nictero, super fucking cool. Yeah, he seems super nice. Um nice. he did a random like he doesn't do a lot of conventions, but like right before Walking Dead started, 
he did a convention that I went to where he didn't have eight by tens. He had copies of the newspaper from Day of the Dead that he was <laughs> signing. And that was like super cool. And he was one of those people who were like, I was nervous around him. So I didn't really want to talk to him that much. But he just kept talking and talking and talking. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what the fuck? This is cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Tom Savini. I don't hate him, but he's just it's like he's got an ego. Yeah. But I mean, like, look at the work he's done. Yeah. Like, yeah, I am going to be so sad if anything ever happens to Tom Savini. He's yeah. one of my favorite effects guys. Anything he has done work in, I love it. Mm-hmm. Like horrible movies like The Prowler, because Tom Savini touched it. I think it's super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Anyways, that's it. Tom Savini. <laughs> uh, all right. But the toys was motorcycle rider. Yeah. So a classic <laughs> character from Dawn of the Dead, the motorcycle rider. These are Japanese exclusives. They came out in the late 90s. They were super hard to get. And they have this like aurora about them because you could get Tom Savini, the machete head zombie, the airport zombie and Flyboy as a zombie. And they all came with bases that had corpses attached to them. Yes. And various junk from the mall. And I am so ashamed that it took us 97 episodes to bring that up. <laughs> so <laughs> welcome. Thanks, Sam, for reminding <laughs> me. Um, I have them opened and I have an almost complete set of package. Because when I got them, I wanted to, like, you know, have Tom Savini get the machete head zombie. Mm-hmm. And I had to connect the two. But then, like, later on in life, I was at a convention. Somebody was selling an incomplete set. So I'm missing Flyboy, I think. I got to go look at it. They're on the wall in my basement. But, yeah. Anyways. I'm not bragging. I'm just kind of being neurodiver- like neurodivergent and spastic. And that's what my brain is going through right now. So uh, <laughs> That's what this is all about. Us loving uh, pieces of plastic. That's yep. right. <laughs> no shame in that. We... We'll be back next. Wait, Mike, do you have to go? Yeah, yeah, I got to bounce. I got I to gotta work tonight. Mike, yep. go to work. Sam, I want to... And this is Mike saying bye. <laughs> bye! I'll talk to you guys a- later. I've been asking a lot of frequent guests what the show means to you. So Matt gave us his thoughts. So did Don. What do you think about the show? I love the show. I love hearing about you guys, like, talking about what you're collecting and everything, because obviously show and tell is my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> but I love, like, the, the jokes you come up with and the, the characters and just everything. Like, it's cool because, like, you guys like the same stuff that I like. So it's cool to listen to, to hear about things and hear other people ramble on about them instead of me rambling to myself. <laughs> I'm glad that we finally got you to be a part of the show. Yep, definitely. Very happy about that. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for, um, uh, you know, finding your feet in podcasting because now you're like, you fit into everything perfectly. And it's great. Um, you know, I love nerding out. Yeah. I I think once you kind of get over that, that fear of being on a podcast, it's awesome. And you kind of just like, groove with everybody and it's totally cool and you fit perfectly so it's awesome thank you for coming on um and as i've told everybody else 
you uh, you qualify for any of the giveaways because you're not me, Mike or Josh. <laughs> so. And people will be able to come see Jerry's closet stuff, but it will be in my shed. Yeah, or like any big show locally, you you know, if you can be a part of it, you're gonna be. Yep. Right. Definitely. Yep. Uh, so thanks for coming on. This is Mike saying, "Play with your toys." Sam. Sam saying, "Play with yourself." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh. We'll be back next week, and then after that, a little break for Labor Day or whatever that holiday is at the end of August. And then in September, the big blow-off with the 100th episode, which I have no idea what we're doing. So thanks for listening. Yep. And uh, we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Creepy.com on the World Wide Web. Must I say it again? Did you not listen? Count Creepy. C-O-U-N-T-K-R-E-E-P-Y. Ah. Uh, <coughs> when I woke up today, I don't think I'd find myself in East Aurora. With a belly full of rock gun whiskey. It's some dirty dive called Jerry's Closet. But here we are. I've seen some shit. I've seen a man wake up in the jungle with his legs gnawed off by rats. You know what else I've seen? Great deals on action figures. Comic books. Blu-rays, DVDs. Trading cards. Shit. There was even vintage pornography. I'll be goddamned. Maybe it's all the liver damage that's uh, making me see things, but I think you should go down to the East Aurora Flea Market and check out Jerry's Closet. Tell him I sent you. Sent you straight to hell. Oh, God.